Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Adirat's Chat. Austin Zespin, Cookie Monster of Failure host for this year's 2021 Nurburgring 24-hour entry list episode. And joining me, as always, with uh, specifically the Nurburgring 24-hour entry list episode, Chris Washer, uh, giving us the scoop on everything obscure about this amazing race. Chris, welcome, my friend. It's uh, end of May, early June, as it now things feel more normal. Uh, and we have a 24-hour race in the green hell of Nurburgring. Uh, I'm I'm extraordinarily excited for this uh, with some fans in the stands too. Chris, how are you feeling? Uh, it's going to be a very very awesome event. It seems like uh, it's been a tradition for the past uh, three years now that me and Cookie do the Nurburgring 24 podcast. And I think every year we you know we get better. Interestingly enough, this is going to be the third 24-hour race in three weeks. We had the 24 hours of Fuji two weeks ago for Super Taiku, which I believe Nissan won. Then we had last week uh, the 24 hours of Silverstone with the Citroen C1s. And then after Nurburgring, next week, we get the 24 hours of Le Mans for the bikes. So uh, very, very uh, busy four weekends if you're a big endurance racing fan. But we got to focus on Nurburgring now. That's going to be coming up this weekend. And uh, with fans in attendance, it's going to be awesome to see them back at the track. I think they were admitted last year with very limited amount of uh, fans allowed. 10,000 spectators is the number for this year, um, along with uh, camping for the first time since the pandemic along Mullenbach. Uh, so everything's pretty much concentrated around the Grand Prix track. And just like last year, the very noticeable difference of the light uh, how much light you had on the Nordschleife itself. So it's going to be very dark on the back end this year. And with rain coming along with this weekend, that could pose some challenges that I'm sure we're going to talk about later on. Well, yeah, and I I think it, it, there's a unique aspect too with this because there's a hole in the calendar uh, in a couple of weeks where usually we would be going to France for Le Mans, and that's being pushed back a couple months. That really, in, in, in the endurance world um, at least, uh, especially in the EU and American markets, like this is – the biggest event, you know, for the next couple of months. And they're really um, owning the spotlight, I, I, would you say, I guess, uh, with the entry list as well as just how potentially competitive and exciting this race can be. And you don't have to kind of have that stifled any much by people paying attention to Le Mans a little bit more. Like, this is uh, this is going to kind of capture a lot of uh, attention, uh, especially if we have uh, rain and some weather, um, which will warrant it. So, I, I mean, again, this is... I I think it's just endurance racing in general. Obviously, we'll get a bunch of us uh, pretty amped for it. But um, I, I think the Nurburgring 24 is always just so special. And uh, just watching some of the uh, support races leading up to it, you know, it always seems to deliver on excitement, even if it's just a support race for the 24-hour race. Um, and it always just seems to deliver something uh, crazy or, again, obscure, just something you've never heard of before. Uh, and we have some old faces returning, too, this year as well as some kind of new teams and new kind of front runner leaders potentially to take overall victory. So, um, yeah, this is, uh, we're going to try to do all 125 entries, <laughs> um, and try to give as much of an explanation as we possibly can for some of the classes or drivers or teams. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to know everybody and I'm sure we're going to get a couple things wrong. So that's where you guys get to inform us and let us know what the, what the hell we missed. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything else uh, that you're thinking about uh, just in a lead-in before we start the century list, Chris? Or are you ready to get started? I'm ready to get started. Uh, the important things about uh, 
the, the coverage and how to watch. Um, that'll be all towards the end. We'll, have, we'll, we'll make you suffer through 125 cars before we can tell you how to watch the event. So uh, endure the punishment that is 125 cars and me and Cookie uh, not knowing about half of them. And no scrolling forward. No scrolling forward. Um, we're going to do everything, <laughs> all the classes together. So just the entry list, uh, their number uh, is going to pretty much denote when we're going to talk about them. So um, that might be a little bit of a help too if you're trying to, if you're dying to hear your favorite team of the Nurburgring 24's entry list called out and us completely butcher everybody and everything about it. Uh, that might help a little bit there as well. But yeah, uh, we have uh, quite a few categories as usual with this. Um, I mean, it's got to be over 20, almost 25 or something like that, I believe. Uh, different classes, um, but basically the the dogs of the show uh, from competing for overall honors are uh, pretty much coming out of the SP9 and SPX categories. Um, both of them pretty much are to full GT3 spec. Uh, SPX is kind of slightly different and altered, but is essentially the same performance window and delta as uh, as a GT3 category, SRO GT3 category, which the SP9 uh, class pretty much encompasses. So, yeah, uh, without further ado, let's start the entry list. Uh, and starting the entry list, we were going to start with Row Racing in their BMW M6 GT3. Uh, the piloting uh, the number one machine is uh, Nikki Katzberg, John Edwards, uh, Philip Bang, and Nick Yaloli. Yep, they're doing the old uh, uh, open wheeler slash dirt bike thing where uh, if you. Uh one last year you get the number one plate so to speak so this is your defending champions um all the drivers apart from john edwards you couldn't make it out last year alexander sims was the guy in the car for rover racing last year so no uh no alexander sims at least in this car um so but this is your defending champion automatically a one to watch i believe BMWs were about, I want to say, a second or a very close second to the fastest manufacturer on the Nürburgring um, throughout all three races that happened so far. So this is definitely going to be an entry to watch, and we'll see it come qualifying time when this car comes out. Yeah, and I, I, we were talking a little bit before the podcast started, just kind of who were uh, who were kind of going to put the screws a little bit to the fastest manufacturer and i will definitely both agree with that they've been the one that we're not talking about yet uh has been really really strong i would say bmw right up there obviously audi would uh too but uh bmw's got a way sort of figuring this thing out again um you know and trying to end a little bit of the streaks that porsche and audi have been doing so and row racing is a fantastic outfit anyway so you can't really bet against them speaking of audi uh the number two entry uh, is the number two SP9 category, the Audi Sport Team Car Collection. Uh, it's the R8. Uh, Christopher Haas, Nico Mueller, Patrick Niederhauser, and Marcus Winkelhawk piloting this one. Uh, how are you feeling with these chances on the number two, Chris? I'm going to say it. Um, I don't think this is the strongest Audi lineup, and that's, uh, that's quite in a big <laughs> statement because this is yeah. a very strong lineup for Audi here. We have Team Car Collection, which if you've been following Creventic, uh, the 24-hour H-Series, they're normally there. Um, they're dipping their toes a little bit in the pro racing sector. Um, and with a team like Car Collection, um, people may think, since if they heard Creventic, that they're just going to be an AMP team. But um, if if this says Audi Sport in the front of that team name, that's a factory. That's a, basically a factory lineup. So this is going to be another one to watch for. I think Pretty much all of these, most of these lineups in SP9 
are going to be ones to watch out for apart from a few. Um, we really can't tell who's going to break apart, break away, who's gonna, not going to be um, in the hunt for the race so soon until we really get times for qualifying. And even then with the wet um, conditions that we're potentially going to experience this weekend, we might not even get like an accurate rundown of what the race is supposed to be like until a couple hours in. So this is going to yeah. be a very interesting uh thing to look forward to yeah good point good point uh, yeah we'll see how the audi pace is as well uh, they were able to at least get fourth uh in the qualifying race uh or believe it was qual- yeah i believe it they did get fourth in qualifying race so um trying to build something off of here until uh, we get to qualifying especially for audi so uh the number three car uh porsche 911 gt3r uh rutronic racings uh romain dumas uh, Julian Andlauer, uh, Tobias Mueller, and Tristan Vidas uh, piloting that. Uh, first of the Porsches, Chris, any thoughts? Interesting. Um, now, it looks to me, I mean, Romain Dumas and Julian Andlauer, Julian Andlauer, a uh, Porsche Super Cup graduate, basically, been very, very good. Um, and then, of course, Romain Dumas, who needs no explanation. I'm looking at Tristan Vidas, though, because that's a re- relatively new name I've come across here in the sports car scene let's just take a look at some of his accolades i mean he he placed uh third in 2013 in the french formula four championship so it and then he it's been a while since he raced a single seater um he's been in sports cars ever since he r- actually won the 24 hours of nurburgring i believe twice um actually no three times in, in the lower classes he won in cup five he won in the s he won an SP10, and he won an SP8T. So, and that was I—that's three years in a row that he's won the Nurburgring 24 um, in class. Um, quite astonishing. I don't think it's going to be four in a row for him. He's competing with some tough talent, but that's just one of the uh, notable things I've looked up when I heard about this Tristan Davidis kid. A very—I think he's going to be a very good sports car driver. Um, that we're going to be hearing his name probably a lot. This Estonian kid. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a Porsche, so it, it should do pretty well. However, yeah, there's definitely got uh, there's some competition with other stables in the Porsche factory uh, effort. Pretty much pseudo factory effort. We'll see out of them. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's a pretty good lineup as well. I mean, that's again, there's going to be something like that. How how quickly will we say stacked? Not in uh, in review right now, but actually when we're talking about this, when it comes to SP9 driver lineups, because they're all just brimming with talent so uh number four uh first oh, yeah, go ahead go ahead last thing retronic racing i believe they're relatively new to the porsche they used to be an audi team um yes. i know i believe they raced um adac gt masters obviously with the audi i can't remember if they raced audi or porsche um in the because they've been doing a some creventic races as well i believe most recently the 12 hours of hockenheim so they've been getting some experience in um it's gonna be interesting to see I'll have to look it up to see if this is their first year with the Porsche. Uh, if this is going to be interesting to see what, how they handle the new car, see uh, what information they get from the other Porsche teams. I believe it's first uh, first year with the Porsche. Um, they, yeah, they they've been in that Audi for a while, as far as I can tell. Everything else is pretty recent from their Porsche uh, pictures that I can find. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, switching back to the entry list here, we're number four. Uh, it's a Mercedes AMG. It's our first Mercedes talking about Mercedes AMG Team HRT. Um, Adam Christodoulou, uh, Mar- Maro Engel, of course, of course. Uh, Manuel Metzger and Lucas Stoltz. Uh, whew, 
That is a stout Mercedes driver lineup for the number four. And uh, I believe that that's either very close or the exact same livery that this car ran at the 24 hours of Dubai. Um, Potentially the same drivers. I'll have to look that up. But definitely a very strong lineup with the helped racing team. Effectively pretty much Black Falcon. Um, If they haven't shut down their GT3 operations or at least... They suspended them. Hopefully, they come back soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's in that wonderful Bilstein uh, uh, yellow and blue. <laughs> yeah. um, we had liveries like that with the Audis, I believe, maybe Aston Martin here in the past. Um, it's wonderful seeing that scheme. I think that that screams Nurburgring to me. Yeah, especially yeah, that baby blue just makes it pop really, really well. And, and hopefully that car, uh, I think we'll be seeing a lot of TV time with that. That'll be up front or near the front for most of the race, I think. So um, switching to the next uh, car on our entry list here, number five, uh, another Audi, Audi R8 LMS by Phoenix Racing. Uh, driver lineup for this SP9 class uh, entry is uh, Vincent Kalb, uh, John Eric Sluten and, and Max Hoffer. Uh, finally, Dennis Marshall rounding out that four driver lineup for the number five. Yeah, and it's it's in that wonderful um, it's it's called Phoenix Racing, but effectively it's um, I believe it's Ring Police Iron Force or Iron Police Ring Force. Yeah, Iron, it's, yeah, Ring Police Iron Force lines. Racing. Yep, that that's it. Um, because uh, John Jan Eric Sluten is in the car. He's basically the money man. Anytime he's racing. Um, he has that scheme on the car because uh, he races Porsche Super, uh, not Porsche Super Cup, uh, Porsche Carrera Cup Deutschland, and he has that livery on the uh, the the new Porsche Cup cars that they have rolling around. Um, excellent livery. I think it at least competes with Best in Show. If we're talking about uh, car car paint schemes here, and not to mention that you have Dennis Marshall who races ADAC GT Masters for Audi. Very experienced in these type of cars. Max Hofer, I want to say he raced Mercedes before. Audis might be a new thing to him. Interesting to see how he does. And then Vincent Kolb, 26 years old. Uh, basically, uh, he might be a pay driver. I do not know. But he's not, he, as far as I'm concerned, he has no wins, at least in the past couple of years. So I think this is going to be one of the weaker Audi lineups. But uh, going to be a fan favorite just on that paint scheme alone. Yeah, it uh, it reminds me a bit of a just kind of a uh, an art car esque kind of paint scheme, uh, especially with the uh, the textures that they have in the white spaces that, uh, the, with the pattern that they've got with it. It looks really cool. So, yeah, maybe that'll add a couple extra miles an hour uh, speed to their uh, top top speed. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. But next on the entry list, we have another team HRT Mercedes AMG entry. Um, this one with a four-driver lineup uh, with Patrick Onsheimer, Nico Bastian, uh, Mario Engel, and Hubert Hopp. And interestingly enough, this is the first instance of double duty we've seen on the entry list right now. We have Mario Engel, who's going to be in the four, and now in the six. Typically, when a driver does double duty, no- normally one of the cars it doesn't really have a chance to compete for a win after a six-hour period. If it's doing well, like a 12-hour period. Um, so... They normally just do it for drive time, but then they focus on the car that's up ahead. So it's going to be interesting to see how which which car that Morrow focuses his um, energy on. Definitely, uh, hopefully it's the four, because I like delivery, 
better. But <laughs> then you have Patrick Assenheimer, who has won at the Nürburgring multiple times before in Nürburgring endurance, maybe even in the qualifying race, uh, not last year, but 2019. And then Nico Bastian, who pretty much any anywhere where Mercedes race is racing, he's he's racing them too. And uh, it's funny when you're on the lookout. Um, I believe they still have the Lumerank boards where they have the, like the first three letters of the driver's last name and where they uh, are in class, um, or not in class, but overall in the race. Um, you'll know if Patrick's in the car because it'll just say "ass" on the windshield. <laughs> so that's that's a funny uh, notable thing about this car. Oh man. Oh yeah, uh, definitely agreed on that. Uh, it doesn't have the better looking uh, livery from the uh, HRT stable. I would definitely give that to the number four. So hopefully I, tomorrow, I, folks. I have to say, that. it looks like they're doing Mercedes F1 vibe with the Patronus uh, color there. So bit, yeah, yeah, and it's that, like the Tox. I believe it's like the Tox Sport livery in uh, GT World Challenge Europe. Okay, okay, yeah, I like the um, uh, just the uh, for front downforce. The fins are kind of also painted uh, with that sky blue. That looks uh. That looks pretty good either way, but yeah, gotta have gotta give it to the Bielsen livery for sure. Um, coming up next, uh, both the number seven and number eight entries that we'll be talking about, both coming from Team Get Speed. Uh, they're both of them are going to be the Mercedes AMG GT3. Uh, the number seven is going to be piloted by Maximilian Gates, excuse me, uh, Daniel Juncadella, Raffaele Marcello, uh, and Fabian Schiller. Yeah, Get Speed has been uh, they've been. Upping their uh, motorsports ante because they're now in GT World Challenge Europe. I don't think they're full time. I think they're just in the Endurance Cup, but they have ran just last week a power card for the thousand kilometer race there. Um, they had a couple of instances. They had a, I believe they had one instance of contact and uh, been towards the nighttime hours, but they do have a really good driver lineup. Maximilian gets a god with Mercedes. Um, I believe Maximilian was the one who almost, maybe not cleaned house in GT World Challenge Asia when it was still running, but was very damn good at it. And he definitely knows how to wheel these type of cars around. Daniel Ugandela, um he's going to be an interesting, because uh, I believe he is Spanish, and he just, I believe he was in Formula E like a year or two ago. Uh, so I think he's doing... GT3 is full-time now because I don't think he's part of the Formula E grid anymore. Uh, Rafael Marcello, he, the name speaks for himself. He definitely made a name for himself in the GT3 scene, winning the FIA GT World Cup at Macau, I believe, several times, um, or at least a couple. And Fabian Schiller, who's used to be in, I want to say used to be in the Renault Sports Cup series where they raced the RSO1s. Um, but now he's doing uh, stuff with uh, Get Speed, especially at the ring. They're very busy at the ring, that team, and with all the experience that they have, we might see this at the top of the grid. Really? Really, really, really? You think uh, potentially something from Team Getsby gets up there? Just thinking problems with uh, with some of the other storied, uh, I guess, um, efforts? Well, I just looked at who was driving the car with uh, last week, who made the uh, spins and the instances, and it's not the same drivers. So. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, so, well, I mean, hey, they, it's a two two car outfit. I know that they were. Uh, I think they were like either two or three car Mercedes outfit last year in September for the Red Ring Twenty Four. So, uh, but yeah, this is this team has been a staple at 
this event for a long time, even driving, you know, GT4s uh, and some of the lower categories for a very long time. So uh, next in their stable, number eight, uh, following the number seven, uh, still another Mercedes-AMG and coming from Team Get Speed. Uh, the four drivers for this entry is going to be uh, Jules Gagnon, uh, Guyon, Dirk Mueller, Fabian Schiller, and Ma- uh, Matthew Vaxavire. I think I like this lineup better than the seven. Yeah. Um, Jules Gunan, I be- uh, he was a uh, Bentley boy um, until the closing of the program. Then I believe he won Bathurst in 2020. And then he is also an ADAC GT Masters champion with the Corvette. Uh, Masters of pretty much any manufacturer he touches his hands on. Um so I think he's definitely going to be very good in the car. Dirk Mueller, I, I want to say he, he raced uh, the BMW M8, right? GTE? Yes. So he's f- good for him. He found work in the Mercedes GT3 after the BMW shutdown. Fabian Schiller doing double duty. Um, interesting enough. And then you have uh, Max Boy here bringing um, hypercar energy uh, because I believe he <laughs> is – a hypercar driver for a team. I, I want to say Quickenhouse. Um, I know he raced LMP2s um, for a while. So stepping down into a GT3, we'll see how, the, how he handles the slower speeds at the Nürburgring. Uh, he was driving for Alpine. Alpine. There, there it is. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and pretty much identical livery to the number seven. Just uh, some accents are being orange instead of uh, highlighter green. So just for you livery aficionados uh yeah this is um i'll say this is definitely right up there with the number seven although i do, i think i do like the number seven lineup a little bit more but uh yeah these are stout man these are these should be right up there and i mean i feel like we'll be saying that i'm broken record whenever we get to another sp uh sp9 category runner but um yeah i mean they've got the experience they know what it takes to get around especially the 24 hours um and that driver lineup is no joke so we'll see uh the third and final entry for Get Speed, um, at least in terms of the GT3 category, I don't think they have a fourth entry here, is the number nine Get Speed Mercedes AMG GT3. And with this four driver lineup, we're going to find Janine Schaffner, uh, Moritz Krantz, uh, Marcus uh, Paltala, and uh, Maxime Soule. Yeah, Maxime Soule is the one that interests me the most. You would think he would have. Uh, quote-unquote factory ride for this race because this team, I don't believe, is factory Mercedes effort, uh, quote-unquote, um, not supposed to have factory efforts in GT3 racing, but uh, they found a way around it. Um, so Maxime Sule, at least he found himself a ride. It's not like this car is going to be, at least I don't think it's going to be uh, way back in the field in terms of how of the car's pace. It, 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 it is quite a shame that he doesn't really have a top tier ride not saying this isn't top tier i just don't see this at the front uh, it might be a little bit lower on the tables here because of the two drivers they have janine Schuffner, which i believe i want to say is the am she's a british person but moved to america so that's why it says louisville in the entry list by her name and they have moritz Krabs, which i rate higher i believe he's the one or at least one of the drivers that dominated the uh IMSA prototype challenge race at Daytona with Mueller Motorsports. So he has prototype experience. I, I'm, I'm not going to say he's bad. He's probably has more experience at the Nürburgring than on prototypes, which I've only really seen him in prototypes. So I mean, I'm going to be interested to see how this, uh, how this car goes into the race and see how far it goes. Cause 
I think I'm going to mark this down in my entry list and use it as one of my cars to follow because it's an interesting mix of drivers here. Uh, and also, isn't the sort of semi-team owner, uh, or at least the, the paying guy, uh, he's like an astronaut now? Or like he's going to be a private astronaut, I think? Oh, yes! Yeah, he he was there last... He was with the... He was with them last year, but he's not going to be there this year because he's, yeah, he's going into space. <laughs> Which people... I've heard some criticism. I was like, wow, he's not going to be at the Nürburgring? I was like, well, I mean... He's been at the Nurburgring probably like more than ten times in his life. I mean, he'll he's be over probably the only going to space once. Yeah, right. <laughs> you take those opportunities when you can at this point, right? So, uh, yeah, just another little wrinkle, and yeah, their delivery uh, kind of hints to that with uh, some space uh, Stardust kind of livery going on there, and that says Axiom Space everywhere. So, uh, yeah, so that's the uh, the stable of uh, Get Speed uh, in the SP9 category. Uh, we move on to the first non-SP9 category entry uh, on this entry list, the number 10 SP3T category, uh, Volkswagen Golf GTI TCR. And this is uh, Max Cruz Racing, uh, Benjamin Lechter, uh, Andreas Gulden, Christian Gebhard, and Nick Hank. Yeah, and uh, Benjamin Luchter is interesting because I believe he was he raced in the WTCR races last year, um, or at least the year before that, and he won one of the races. He was the hometown boy, so that was a good feel good story before the Nurburgring Twenty Four even kicked off. I'll have to look at the WTCR uh, full time entry list see if he's doing double duty. I don't see why not, but this is obviously. It, this is a TCR car, but it's not in the TCR class. So there's something different with it. Could be tires, uh, or something not to spec with the TCR regulation. And that's what's beautiful about the Nurburgring 24. You could bring in a TCR and you could modify it uh, to an extent. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, TCR regulations. You can switch tires on it. You can do whatever. So definitely interesting to see SP3T. I want to say it's kind of like the fun class. I believe I want to say Manta off the top of my head in this class as well um we'll have to see if that's the case when we get down to it but uh definitely gonna be a fun class to look forward to if you have the option to kind of like uh split timing based off uh classes on your entry or uh, on your live timing i would definitely check out the sp3t class because it's gonna be a fun one to watch definitely and uh my my own personal driver golf gti so i gotta gotta support uh, my my brand, my OEM, <laughs> but yeah, uh, SP3T, especially with the TCRs, they they drive uh, pretty pretty uh, close quarters and were in a involved in a bit of a controversy uh, in one of the previous support races, uh, huge crash uh, going in the back part of the uh, green hell. So yeah, we'll we'll get to some of those entries uh, coming up as well. I don't know, we might have some liveries as well, but uh, involved a uh, Hyundai TCR. Uh, issue i think you saw this chris right i think no, it was, it was a race hyundai i was hyundai complaining about bop no there was a there was a pretty pretty heavily uh heavy contact with some uh not happy defensive driving beforehand uh, they were racing pretty hard it was uh, i know it was oh, a hyundai tcr right? yeah it was a qualifying race it was like the first two like all right maybe it was within the first hour or something like that and it uh yeah it was pretty bad it was a pretty big accident but uh, so yeah, that that category is ripe for entertainment, at least for sure. Um, next on the entry list, we got the number eleven. Uh, the back to SP9 here. It's an Audi R8 LMS 
Phoenix Racing. Uh, this is probably going to be a little bit of crowd favorite, if none other, for the final driver in this four-driver lineup. Uh, uh, Mikel Beretta, Frank Stippler, uh, Kim Louise Schramm, and my favorite, Nikki Team. Uh, how do you feel about this entry? They did finish third in the qualifying race, I believe, last run. So not too shabby of a uh, potential pre, uh, pre-race warm-up for this uh, squad. Yeah, I want to say um, I want to say they had like a penalty during the qualifying race, so they could have been scored higher than what they were, were placed. But a third is definitely not something to pout about. Poten- I don't know, it could be one of the stronger uh, Audi line themselves. Keep in mind the qualifying race uh, results can be kind of skewed because I believe there's a GT World Challenge race that same weekend. Uh, can't remember if it was Magni Core. So you you have your Audi, your Mercedes, yeah, pretty much Audi and your Mercedes drivers uh, out for that race. So we'll have to see with the uh, actual with the pro pro lineups and the additions of the people who are away for that GT World Challenge round. We'll see how it mixes up the qualifying order because that, that'll be something I'm going to be doing probably before uh, the green flag on Saturday because that's just comparing the lineups from the qualifying race to what the final results of qualifying is going to be um, to see where that uh, difference is uh, the drivers and see where everything shakes out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it is definitely changing. I mean, we had a couple driver uh, entries or or new driver lineups uh, updated uh, even a few days ago. So um, definitely want to almost wait till the last few days just to really sink your teeth into these specific car entries with their driver lineups to just make sure you know who's exactly in those cars. So, um, but yeah, moving on, uh, we've got another uh, SP9 category, this time a Pro-Am entry, uh, number 12, uh, the Lion Speed by Car Collection, Audi R8 LMS. Um, and in this entry, we've got uh, Jean-Louis Hers- uh, Hertenstein, sorry, uh, Fidel Lieb, uh, Klaus Koch, and uh, Johannes Stengel. Definitely a Pro-Am lineup. Definitely, but I've noticed... Um... John Louis Herdenstein, the Swiss driver, he's won the 24 hours in Nürburgring two times in a row, lower class. He won in 2015 in SP6, in 2016 in SP10. Uh, I guess a part of that, he's had a drought. Um, is it time for him to win another uh, Nürburgring 24? Uh, definitely not overall, but SP9, keep in mind that we, I think we forgot to mention this. Uh, SP9 does have a pro-am category, um, so he could be in contention uh, for those honors, and hopefully the the live timing of the weekend can differentiate uh, pro-am and the pro lineups because SP9 pro-am, especially any other pro-am race, the difference you see when a pro gets into a car and there's other amateurs out on track or there's other amateurs out on track and get a pro in a car Um so hopefully we, it'll be easier with the live timing to follow that sort of aspect. We'll see. Uh, I think this might not be the worst Pro-Am lineup on the grid. Um, <laughs> definitely going to be interesting to see how this car turns out. Yeah. Um, not the worst, but no, yeah, it's definitely uh, – I, I, I'm not picking this. The, the, st- skies would have to part in the most uh, loving way for this car to, to get in the top top 5, top 10 in SP9, I think. So uh, we'll see about Pro-Am honors, but uh Yeah. At least, it's the first. It's the first lineup that I definitely can go. Yep, that's definitely not 
potentially worthy because a few of these SP9 ones are just, you know, like you can make an argument for a lot of these. So um, next on the list, we've got a an old favorite, Dodge Viper CC GT3 car. It's in the AT category, number 13, the Fly and Help uh, stable with a driver lineup of uh, Bernd Albrecht, uh, Reinhard Schall, Dirk Riebensam, and Sebastian Ach. Ach, sorry. <laughs> I have to say that right. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Sebastian Osh is. Um, oh, I, I want to say I recognize the name because he races the Mobile One Mercedes in the ADAC GT Masters Championship. The other three potentially either A bring money to the team or B uh, lower class drivers that race that they're never going getting the shot. We're not getting the shot. The AT cars they never really seem to do well. They always seem to be. Uh, having breakdowns and issues before you know the quarter of the race is even even finished um but this is a cool car is i think it's labeled the white angel i think it's a a completely white or damn near almost white uh dodge viper it's definitely gonna be a uh, a fan favorite i want to say this is the only at actually no i believe there's one more at car and uh they're i believe they're both american cars so that's 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 interesting yeah yeah, and uh, yeah, it's definitely going to you'll you'll definitely hear it if you're at the track. Uh, that's for sure, uh, and it's quite a looker. I, this is a it's it's these these Dodge Vipers are always so good looking. And I wish they were they could stick around longer than they uh, than they did, uh, especially like the the later ones. Um, you know, in the, in the 2010s, those things were like just the meanest looking thing ever. So, uh, but yeah, good good to see them, or at least good to see some American sort of muscle sports car on, on the uh, on the green hell so um next coming up uh sp9 category uh entry number 14 uh the stable hella pagid racing one uh it's a ferrari this time 488 gt3 uh with a driver lineup of uh, christian kohlhaas uh stefan kohler mike jaeger and norbert schneider yeah this is the first ferrari here on the grid this is definitely uh, let me take a look here. I believe Pro-Am. this is also a pro lineup. Yep. Um, yeah, they did a couple Nurburgring Endurance Series rounds, uh, NLS. Um, I believe they also raced in the qualifying race. Let's take a look at that. Um, Hella Pagid, because I don't, they didn't rank high as far as I'm concerned. I believe they are further down the order. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not even going like they're if they raced the qualifying race. So I don't think we're going to see too much from these guys. It's interesting because we have a Ferrari. Um, that's cool. But I don't – they're not going to be the strongest Ferrari on the grid. Yeah, no, that driver lineup, uh, no. It's yeah, just a bunch of you know bronze-worthy drivers, that kind of thing. There's there's a couple other entries here that I would definitely lean towards if we're, uh, if we're trying to go Ferrari. But even then, yeah, Ferraris I would say is probably the weakest of the uh, SP9. Uh, categories as far as what you could tell now, but there, yeah, there's definitely some way better uh, Ferrari lineups coming up here. So, but yeah, and especially because interesting to note that they have Goodyear tires, and I think this is a change from last year. So last year they had, and in, in years previous, every single car had to had uh, Falcon tire uh, stickers because that was the uh, one of the con- like the contingency sponsors. Mm-hmm. This year, I've noticed that they don't have that; they have the stickers of the tires that they're using, which is going to be much easier to follow uh, when you're doing the live timing. And from what I've heard, the Michelins are the go-to tire, especially... Inclement weather, for sure. 
<laughs> yeah, especially in the wets, and they have good years. So uh, with the forecast like we have this weekend, especially even if we get a little rain, it's not going to help them in the long run. No, no, not at all. Um, next on the entry list, uh, coming from, again, uh, not again, I'm sorry, Team, oh yeah, I guess, again, uh, Audi Sport Team Phoenix, uh, number 15, uh, SP9 category, uh, with my, Matea Drudy, uh, <laughs> Robert Frins, Frank Stippler, and Dries Vantor. Ooh, what a lineup. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fire. That's straight fire. Matea Drudy, they just, they uh, just plucked him from Audi Sport Team Italia from Italian GT, who I, he probably won races over there. I don't watch enough Italian GT to know, but definitely the other three drivers, definitely this is my F1 pick. This is my fantasy WEC pick right off the gate. Solid, locked in, throw away the key. This car, <laughs> I'm going to call it, will win the Nürburgring 24. Ooh, okay, okay. I, I mean, I it, it's it's hard to say no just with that lineup in general. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. And then Mattia just also doing pretty good work in Formula E as well. So, uh, I mean it's hard to really go against this one in terms of just the driver lineup. It's just intense, you know. Um, it'll definitely be up there, compete against the Porsche fleet, and depending on BOP, it could check out real well in their favor. Um, you know, they've been pretty much the best of the rest almost, you know, them and their stablemate in the number 11. Uh, so, yeah, I this should be a pretty good, good lineup. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then we'll go from strength to a pro-am runner in SP9, number 16, the CP Racing entry. I think it's the U.S.-based entry, actually, which is interesting. Yep. Um, Shane Lewis, uh, Joe Foster, Charles Espinob, and Charles uh, Putman in this car. Uh, go Shane Lewis, go. Uh, friend of Turn 10 <laughs> down Sebring, actually. So he's done a bunch of racing. Uh, same with uh, the other guys as well. Yeah, Shane Lewis does a bunch of Trans Am stuff here in the States, even goes overseas uh, pre-pandemic and race Trans Ams, the TA2 cars over there. And then Joe Fox, I believe the other three, they're kind of old Grand Am guys. They definitely raced in the GT category when it was called Grand Am back in the day when they mm. were lower. I don't want to say lower tier drivers, but these guys aren't exactly top of the pillar, Mm-mm. but... They've been racing Creventic a lot. They've been pretty much full-time in the 24-hour series for the past two or three years. I believe they even won, ov- won overall one race, or at least one in class. They have been, at least they have been winning races. This is their second or third time at the Nürburgring. They just started this year, um, so I don't see them being too competitive as um, the other teams that are in the Pro-Am category. Best, the Get Speed car with... Uh, Maxime Sule, I think that's going to be my top pick for that class. So they, these guys have some stiff competition, definitely for their first year uh, at the Nürburgring, and we'll see how this uh, turns out for this American crew. Heck yeah, yeah, and uh, both both of us Americans, you know, can't help but support and uh, throw a little bit of weight behind them. But uh, yeah, it should uh, it should shake out to a decent uh, pro am fight for them. Um, but yeah, not looking anything overall. Uh, with me either obviously with that lineup so following them we've got the number 18 uh sp9 category porsche 911 gt3r uh this is stabled by kcmg racing uh dabbled in this quite a bit i i i think they've been in porsches before correct or is this the 
first time of Porsches for them. I can't remember. But before I ask, before they... you answer that, let me get to the uh, four driver lineups here. Alexandre Imperatore, uh, Josh Burdon, uh, Eduardo Liberati, and Marco, or, yeah, Marco Holzer. Yeah, they've been in Porsches for at least the last couple of years now because of the, uh, you know, the Nissan, the GT3 International things. Not doing too well at the moment, if you haven't noticed. Um, <laughs> so they've been doing at least Porsche in, I want to say, GT World Challenge Europe, if not full-time, or at least Spa 24. And then, obviously, they've been pretty active at the ring, doing a lot of NLS races. Um, now, it's a Porsche, so it might, but it hasn't been the Porsches that have been winning the races, so it might not get pegged back so hard with BOP. It's not a bad lineup. Um, normally, these guys are quite paired together. Um as uh, I believe, I want to say at least three of the four drivers were paired up when they raced uh, Nissan uh, at the Bathurst 12, 12 hour all those years ago. So there's the team chemistry there, which is always a plus when you do these long distance races. Um, everybody obviously needs to be on the same page. This will help with that. Is it going to be the best Porsche on the grid? No. Um, I don't think it's going to probably, I don't think it's even going to be a top three Porsche. Is it going to be up there? We'll see. Um, I think it can easily. I think it can crack top ten because Porsches are really good around here, and not probably not going to get pegged back to the BOP unless they do uh, manufacturer wide BOP uh, uh, measurements and changes. Which in, in that case, they're done for. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. KCMG is a fan favorite. Hopefully, they do well because uh, everybody likes a good uh, feel good story in KCMG. And, and they're a NASCAR sponsor too. They remember they, if they uh, they oh, sponsored yeah. a couple of NASCAR Xfinity races, I believe, for uh, Richard Childress Racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, if you're we're on the fence, and if you're American, there you go. KCMG was na- sponsored a NASCAR before. <laughs> pick eighteen. Honestly, if you're going to pick some Porsches, one might as well pick some underdogs from that stable. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Good luck to them, and we'll see we'll see how they do. Uh, next on the lineup, it's a, it's a pro-am category, uh, for SP9. It's number 19, Conrad Motorsport, uh, Lamborghini Huracan GT3, uh, all silver, if you want to go with that lineup, with a, a Axel Jeffries, uh, Michelle DiMartino, Tim Zimmerman, and Alex Fontana. Yeah, and experiences with the Nürburgring, happy and good, and Conrad Motorsport is, uh, two separate Venn diagrams, unfortunately. Um, normally, it'd be something wrong with the tire or they just catch on fire. There's no in-between. <laughs> they haven't been doing... Re- just not been good for them. Um, Conrad definitely doesn't have the luck. I want to say it has decent drivers. Axel Jeffries, the Zim- person from Zimbabwe, um, raced in Super Trofeo, had decent results. Um, I believe he races full-time in GT World Challenge Europe. Michelle DiMartino, don't know too much about um, him or her. And Alex Fontana has been getting some experience in China GT racing recently. Also raced, I believe, the Jaguar when it was uh, in effect for GT World Challenge. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Everybody, it's, it's, it's quite a meme at some point when Conrad has a problem or catches on fire. Uh, me personally, kind of hope the meme kind of stays dormant for a year. I would like to see Conrad get some good runs because it would be a shame if um, – because all that repairs and fire damage, and all, it can't be cheap. Um, hope, so hopefully they have a good run uh, if 
I don't think they're having money troubles. I think they have a guy funding it, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping Conrad gets a good result. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if it's not a it's not a win, they get through this and uh, have just a decent showing of it without having you know too many tears and sweat and blood and all that because it's been yeah it's been rough for them. Um, yeah, and uh, the the Conrad livery goes back so far too with uh, in those Lambos. It reminds me of the GT1 days. Um, Next on the entry list, we've got number 20. Uh, it's the first uh, Schubert Motorsport entry, uh, BMW M6 GT3. Uh, great lineup here. Jesse Krohn, uh, Jens Klingman, uh, Steph Dusseldorf, and Alexander Sims. Yeah, so this is where Alexander Sims is going to end up this year. Uh, not too bad. I believe Schubert, um, I want to say, runs a DTM team, or at least used to. Um because I've heard that name around, they probably have a ADAC GT Masters team. Um, Jesse Crone, um, pretty much a BMW factory driver. Pretty much, they just had him in Italy recently, racing in the three hours of Pergusa, which they had pretty much it in the bag, and they hit a tire, um, or it was like a chicane. You know how the inside of chicanes they have like a, a bundle of tires. Uh, I believe he hit that effectively ending any chance of him winning that race. Jens Klingman, uh, been with BMWs for quite a while, finished third here last year, actually, in the at least in the pro class. I'm not sure about overall. Probably overall if he was in the pro class. But he's still looking for that first 24-hour uh, race win, just looking over his stats. No 24-hour race win at all. So uh, we'll see if this team is going to do it. Probably not the best car to do it because obviously we've seen rover and then we have uh probably uh valkenhorst then you get steph dusseldorp who, who he raced the ring multiple times he knows his way around here he's not going to be holding this team back so i think this is going to be the underdog with the bmw although delivery i want to say um it, it's probably a factory-based effort just judging by that livery because that's a that's like a DTM livery, pretty much. Yeah. So it might not be the underdog as I was thinking because I just recognized the livery. <laughs> yeah, it's got that BMW kind of like jagged edge swoop kind of thing that it usually has on the side. So uh, just different color, highlighted colors for the uh, um, title sponsor on it. So definitely the lineups there for it for sure. Yeah. Next on the entry list, we've got number twenty-two. Uh, it's a Ferrari four hundred eight GT three in the Pro M category. Uh, WTM powered by Phoenix. Uh, with a driver lineup of George Weiss, uh, Indy Donche, uh, Jochen Krumbach, and Daniel Kilwitz. Yeah, this is going to be the, the strongest Ferrari on the grid. Um, Indy Donche, I, obviously, I believe he used to do Michelin Pilot Challenge. A um, couple of good results in that series. I believe he had, didn't he have like a... Um, a major incident recently where because I can't remember because Indy Donche wasn't he out of action for a while so uh, this might be his first 24 race or at least second or third since um he's he's been out of it so hmm. I believe you are correct he did some master series and then was out for 2020 but yeah this this does appear well no he's done uh, he's done never in 24 excuse me uh 2016 through 2019 but yeah he was not in it in 2020 could be interesting to see how he fares out uh obviously um daniel kylevitz i believe he was also gt uh gt masters champion with uh corvette or at least um a corvette driver and have Jakin krumbach and george weiss which i would assume they would either a bring or bring money to the team or b 
they were racing. They, they needed a driver and they saw good results in um, in the lower class division. So um, definitely a fan favorite. I do like delivery. I believe this team is based after a uh, uh, newspaper. Uh, I believe Wackenspiegel is like a newspaper or magazine sort of thing. And then obviously powered by Phoenix. I don't – I. I don't know if it's Phoenix Racing, the one that has the Audis, but uh, it's being supported by Phoenix, not Phoenix Racing. So uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see if that's two completely different entities or it's just uh, see if it's the same team name. Yeah, I don't think it's Phoenix Racing. Um, some of their liveries are uh, with it are like it doesn't have the actual Phoenix Racing logo. It's got some other kind of Phoenix thing. So not entirely sure. That might just be the title sponsor company, something like that, but we'll we'll see. So uh, next on the entry list for SP9 category, Huber Motorsport, number 23. It's a Porsche 911 GT3R. Uh, for driver lineup uh, for this entry, Philip Neufer, uh, Stefan Aust, uh, Nico Menzel, and Mar- uh, Marco Seafried. Yeah, I I do have I do want to say about this car. I think for the, at least for the first hour, don't know who they had in the car. Most likely Nico Menzel and Marco Seafried. Um, they were like third. They were like third in the race, so this car definitely has pace. It's going to be definitely the question. Uh, the question is going to be about the other two drivers. Um, see how their pace is going to be. See how how much of see how much back or uh, how much slower they keep the car um, compared to the other pro drivers. Because um, with definitely Nico Menzel and Marco Seafried, um, this car definitely has the potential to be very quick. Um, hopefully we'll see some good results from this car. I believe it's a small town, a small town, but small team effort. And this is also a pro-am car. So they don't necessarily have to fight for overall. They have a, uh, a uh, different class win to go for. So they have different, uh, goals in mind, especially with the two am drivers. We'll see how they race because they definitely had pace for overall win at the qualifying race. Yeah, I would definitely say that this is a like under underdog Porsche entry, but again, it's pro am, so it's not like you're you, know, you would be underdogging just from them going against the the you know, all pro lineups. So, um, but yeah, definitely look out for them in pro am for sure. There you got the pace. SP9 pro am uh, for this next entry, number twenty four, uh, Audi R eight LMS uh, GT three, uh, Lion Speed Bike Car Collection. Uh, this is an awesome livery too, with a little lion, and then it's got like a. a a different color scheme livery for both sides of the car. Uh, the four driver lineup for this is Lorenzo Rocco del Toro Padula, uh, Patrick Cobb, uh, Milan Dante, and Patrick Niederhauser. Yeah, and you could look at that um, lineup and definitely see who's bringing the money to the team. It's going to be the the uh, the Italian name, I believe. He's um, just looking at his name. Uh, lots of pictures of him in suits. <laughs> um, so yeah, Patrick Call, but I don't know if we mentioned it before. It sounds familiar. He might be pulling double duty. Um, Milan Doncha, I believe there's a relation to Indy Doncha, either like a brother. Then you have Patrick Niederhauser, which I believe he's going to be doing double duty as well. Yep. Is this car going to be the fastest Audi? Uh, no, but um, this car is most likely going to have an onboard because last year it did, and nobody knew why, but. Probably because the Italian, or I believe he's Swiss actually, uh, funded the monies and said, hey, put an onboard on my car. <laughs> yeah, hey, why not? And uh, gets a little bit more info to the team potentially, uh, sometimes with that live feed. And hey, if you got the money to do it, why not? More, more cars TV fed is fine by me. But 
Yeah, check out that livery too. It's pretty awesome. Uh, next on the entry list, uh, we have the first SPX category, number 25, Space Drive Racing Mercedes-AMG GT3, uh, piloted by Dominic Farnbacher, Darren Turner, Tim Schierbach, and Philip Ellis. We know why this is an SPX category. Is it a different different engine or something like that? Different, so something uh, internally with this that makes it SPX category? Well, it's because it's using a steer by wire system. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And how often do you see Darren Turner in the car that's not Aston Martin? <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. Is that why it's SPX? Is because the uh, literally Dar- <laughs> they unplugged Darren Turner from Aston Martin um, IVs and plugged him into a Mercedes just for this once? Yeah, they had to switch the fluids around. They had to change. You know, <laughs> yeah, just just diet. You know. But yeah, this is a very interesting car, I believe. I let me take a look at the uh, the results from the qualifying race. See how far back it went, because um, this is an SPX class car. Which do you know what that means? It means uh, it's direct competition. Is the it's, it's the Glickenhaus. Um, so I believe. For, so apart from the last few years, Glickenhaus had pretty much no competition in that SPX category. Now they do. Um, obviously, SPX is pretty much. The category for experimentation if it's not um if it's pretty much a gt3 but not ex- not in the regs or if it's not homologated they just put those there um the steer by wire system car did place 21st overall um in the qualifying race so it's gonna be interesting its fastest lap was an eight minute uh in 23 second lap all right there's definitely pace to be found, um, you know, from that stable, and definitely not going to be looking to compete overall. But I mean, that'd be a good achievement just for them to get to the end of the 24-hour race. So um, it'll definitely be interesting to see uh, if that is how much time that spends in the pit lane or just behind the wall, if anything, um, if there is any mechanical issues or anything else specifically with that. But yeah, that's um, yeah, like you said, it's some competition for Glickenhaus, so I can't complain there. Uh, next on the entry list here is a, uh, Ferrari, uh, number 26 SP, uh, nine category octane 126 is the team name and, uh, four drivers for this team, uh, Joran Grossman, uh, Simon Trumer, Jonathan Hertzi, and, uh, Luca Ludwig. Woo! This is basically, um, this is the heartbreak team, um, <laughs> a year, a year or two ago. Um, I want to say on more than one occasion where they either won or had a really good result in the Nürburgring Endurance Series race. Uh, they normally have a penalty um, coming their way. Um, because the because Ferrari's winning at the Nürburgring is not common, but it's possible. Spiegel did it, I believe, one time like a year or two ago um, before, I believe, when it was called VLN. Um, but this team... I believe three of those drivers I recognize, or at least two of them from Ferrari Challenge Europe. Jonathan Hershey, I want to believe he did some LMP2 work. Then Luca Ludwig, um, the son of Klaus Ludwig, uh, who was pre- who was basically Meister DTM before Bert Schneider came along. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Luca Ludwig, obviously, I believe he races maybe not the Mobile One Mercedes and GT Masters, but definitely in Mercedes. Um, or at least used to, if he's racing a Ferrari here at the Nürburgring 24. So, definitely a very interesting lineup. We'll see how this car goes. Octane 126. Um, 
hopefully they just do well because they just had a bunch of heartbreaks here over the years at Nurburgring. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for Ferrari too, and that's a that's a pretty interesting looking livery as well. So very very plain and stable, but uh, definitely has some potential with that driver lineup. We'll just see how they do, uh, especially through traffic. Um, next on our entry list. Uh, famous team, I'll say, especially now over the States, they've done uh, quite a few entries um, in the GTD category uh, in IMSA. The number 29 Audi Sport Team Land uh, LMS GT3 R8. Uh, and this driver lineup, <laughs> Christopher Mies, um, Calvin van der Linde, Rene Rast, and Frederick Verveech uh, is uh, really good. Mm, yep. Yeah, this team is definitely going to be... Uh one to contend for, but um, if I'm going to be, uh, if anybody knows NASCAR, I'm going to be Larry McReynolds here and follow the trends. <laughs> Every time this is that I watched a Formula One race and had the Nürburgring 24 on in the background, uh, Land has won it. And there's F1 this weekend at Baku. Um, <laughs> not saying that uh, Land's going to win, but I'll put F1 on my big TV if, uh, if Land's going to win, because Land is definitely um, a very good team. Obviously, we know about the uh, historical incidents in the past with IMSA with the penalties that yep. you know depending on who you're talking to were very controversial and obviously Land who actually I believe used to race Porsches here um, now with Audis for the past uh, f- wow five years yeah. five six years they've been there forever um, and obviously racing um, at least for the past couple of years in ADAC GT Masters so Hopefully, Team Land gets a good result. Um, well, well, at least second behind my F1 pick. Yeah, it's a it's a great great Audi lineup. I mean, you can't find really a whole lot one too much better than that outside of your early early pick uh, with the what was it the number two you went with the fifteen. Oh, fifteen. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. The fifteen. Uh, so I don't know. I would almost lean to this one having the better driver lineup, but we'll see. We'll see. Definitely should be. Hopefully, playing spoilers again. Depending on how BOP falls with this, uh, the next two entries have probably been the absolute class of the support series races and just the races leading up to Nurburgring 24 this year. Uh, both from the Fricadelli Racing Team stable, uh, the number 30 first uh, Porsche 991 to GT3R in the SP9 category. Uh, Matthew Jamine, uh Nick Tandy, Earl Bamber, and Matt Campbell. Holy sweet, sweet mother. Not to mention that three of those drivers, uh, Jaminy, Bamberg, Campbell, uh, just won a six-hour race a week ago at the at Power Card with uh, GPX Racing, still a Porsche. So they got the win, com- coming right off a win and into the Nürburgring. Uh, confidence must be really, really high. Um, obviously, you don't want to be kind of, um, let me try to say, false confidence coming mm-hmm. into the Nürburgring. Um, obviously, you want to be mentally prepared, but having that boost of morale just winning uh, especially what's becoming a pretty big sports car race in the world um because more and more e- year after year more more people look forward to it um gotta be interesting to see how this team um especially with qualifying uh potentially in very heavy wet conditions see how you know how fast they go back to reality they have earl bamber um no real no mention hit we don't, we don't need to uh bring up his accolades. Everybody pretty much knows Lamar winner, 20, probably 24 hour race winner before. Um, and obviously Frickadelli racing, this would be their first Nurburgring 24 
um, since Shabine, uh, Sabine Schmidt's passing. And obviously, Sabine was a former uh, driver of this team, so definitely heavy hearts in that uh, uh, garage area. Yeah, I would. I, I and you know, echoing that sentiment, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's definitely. You, you know, you you could make the argument that they're they're driving very spirited, kind of. You know, especially with how performance wise they've been just killing it um, in the sports series and the qualifying race. Basically, both of those team, uh, both of those cars, looking extremely, extremely good during the middle and later part of the races. So, uh, and that driver lineup is just insane. So, I would say the thirty, in my opinion, has probably got the better lineup than the thirty-one. But the thirty-one's lineup uh, has got Patrick Pile, Frederick Makowicki, Maxime Martin, and Dennis Olsen. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> you could absolutely make an argument that this one ha- it has the better driver lineup uh, to it, but man, I mean, the, these two cars should be up front. And I mean, if it's not, then there's some, you know, they were involved in something or they had a bad break or something. Cause I, I just don't expect these to fall out of the top 10 unless they come into pr- some problem of their own. Well, on paper. Yeah. Because this 31 car did win qualifying race, which is a six hour race in length. Um, so, I mean, they did a quarter of a race and did very well at it. They just need to finish the, the other three quarters. Um, but, Definitely is going to see how the 31 um, races. Obviously, it's 24 hours never going end with, like I said, it's going to sound like a broken record here. With the wet weather involved, it's almost like a lottery, uh, pretty much, on how the results are going to shake up. Because you might encounter a slow Cup Five car who may not know what the what he's doing. He might just merge directly on track. You might not have enough time to react. Bam! You crash into him. Your race is done. Though so we're going to see how the 30 a frickadelli goes about because I do not know if they ever had a overall N24 win. Uh, potentially, maybe back in the past, but as far as I'm aware, off the top of my head, I do not think they have an overall N24 win. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll see. They're after a strong year after uh, the 30 winning uh, the I believe the fir- the first or second yeah. uh, NLS race of the season, and then with the qualifying race. On paper, they're the favorites to win. We'll just have to see how the uh, BOP uh, treats the Porsches because of them of them winning so much. Yeah, and I mean they've they've been uh, winning by wide margins too. I mean some of them have been you know, relatively closer, but uh, I mean just by the the lap count for some of the rest of the SP9 category um, was laps or was at a lap behind even at some point too. So. Um, yeah, both of these cars are going to, in my opinion, yeah, like I said, the BOP reliant that, you know, they're not hit too heavily. I think these cars should be doing pretty well unless they get caught up in some accident or have some mechanical or act of God problems uh, throughout the race. We'll see. Um, next up is a personal favorite of mine, and I'm sure it's going to be a crowd favorite. The first of the uh, Falcon Motorsports Porsches. Uh, this is in the SP9 uh, category. They're driving the 9912GT3R. Uh, Porsches, uh, the number 33 driven by Klaus Bachler, Dirk Werner, uh, Thomas Preening, uh, and Lance David Arnold. Oh, yes. The, if, if you're an IMSA fan and you've missed the Falcon Tire Porsche, um, just, just watch NLS and the number green 24 hour. Every race will have at least two Falcon Tire Porsche GT3s. Um, it's just amazing to see the Falcon Tire uh, livery on Porsches and have it at least 10 times a year uh, just definitely brings that sense of nostalgia back for 
old IMSA. Doesn't replace it, but it's nice to uh, at least to see a resemblance to it because it's definitely one of my favorite liveries of all time. Um, the colors just look so good. And I believe potentially the only two cars that r- runs Falcon tires. Um, we'll have to, as we go down the entry list, we'll have to look closely at the stickers on the cars with the pictures they, that they provide for us here on the entry list. But Klaus Backler is going to be doing double duty here for the Falcon Motorsports team. Uh, Dirk Werner, obviously longtime Porsche driver. Thomas Prining, Porsche Career Cup Deutschland, probably Porsche Super Cup driver. And Prining did do a lot of winning at least in the Deutschland Championship, so he knows how he knows his way around the Porsche. And Lance David Arnold, I want to say he's been a Porsche driver for the past couple of years, but he used to do Mercedes. I want to say he was in the Haribo Mercedes when that was running in the number ring twenty four. But God, that could have been four or five years ago. So between that time, he's probably had some very good experience with the Porsches. Interesting enough, I'm having trouble deciding if this is going to be a top tier entry. Or just middle of the pack. I'm leaning towards middle of the pack because obviously we still got more Porsche entries to go. And the other ones we looked at, they're just filled to star power. Um, It's just interesting to see. And I might as well just go over the 44 real quick with um, obviously Klaus Klaus Backler, uh, Martin Raginger, who used to race Porsche Quirk Up Asia. I used to do some winning in that. Sven Mueller. And then Alessio Piccarello, which Alessio Piccarello is a new one for me. I, he's, I think he's been at Porsches for the last two years now. But I believe he used to do Audis. Um, he used to race Audis in Asia. Um, so a manufacturer change for him within the past couple of years. Um, I this might I want to say this is my first time seeing him in the Falcon Tire Porsche for the Nürburgring 24. Feel free to correct me if he was there last year. But I definitely, at least in my brain, this is... Um, his first time in a Porsche uh, Porsche Falcon tire car in the Nürburgring 24. So uh, definitely going to be a fan favorite. How can you tell between these two cars if they have the same livery? Well, the front end, so basically compared to the pictures on here, um, the front end plates for the 33 are going to be that uh, teal that you see on the Falcon tire livery. And then on the 44, it's going to be red. I don't really like how they painted the front the arrow bits red on the 44 it just looks out of place um so i'll be cheering for the 33 just on that one <laughs> yeah and uh there's some accents on the mirrors as well as the uh the sunscreen visor as well it's a little red accent on the 44 so um yeah oh man i love the livery i love the team uh yeah i i i hope as a sleeper pick they do uh they do extremely well um i love Falcomar Sports. So, <laughs> this episode of Endurance Chat is brought to you by the Racing Line. The Racing Line is a motorsport calendar and notification app for iPhone and iPad. It includes all major series, with more being added all the time, giving you a daily and weekly list of races so you can easily see what's coming up. All events are converted to your local time zone, so you no longer have to faff around adding or taking away hours to work out start times. Finally, it also lets you customize notifications for events, so you can choose when you're notified about a certain race series. The app is available on the iOS App Store, coming soon to Android. Just search for The Racing Line. Find out more at www.theracingline.app. Um, moving on to the SP10 category, the number 34 on our list, uh, uh, Schnitz Zelaum Racing. <laughs> I butchered the crap out of that. Uh, driving Mercedes-AMG GT4. 
uh, four drivers here. Marcel uh, Markovitz, uh, Marek Bachman, Reinhold Renger, and Tim Nusser. Yeah, we're starting to get into uh, the lower tier entries, so we won't keep you guys uh, waiting for these. Uh, we'll just briefly explain it's a Mercedes AMG GT4 SP10. I, I want to say SP10 is the strict GT4 uh, class where you have to use. Um, I don't think tires is going to be an issue. I don't think they have a spec tire, but it has to be spec GT4s. Um, so I believe this is either the first or at least the second car we've seen from this class. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of these guys, um, especially of these lower tier guys, they're mostly, if they raced uh, VLN in the lower tier division, um, ADAC GT Masters or um, uh, some lower tier series like DMV GTC, um, GT4 Germany, Porsche Career Cup. So, a lot of these names that we're not going to recognize, they mostly just raced in the German national championships. Um, so forgive us if we uh, forget anything notable, but most of these guys are basically going to be amateur or aspiring young German drivers racing these championships. Yeah, um, and if anything, if you're looking for motivation for uh, cheering on a GT4 category, the livery for this has uh, a bunch of, it looks like, spam meat slices or something like that. <laughs> um on the side of it so uh get your taste buds because this this car's going somewhere I th- <laughs> but uh yeah so uh, moving on from the sp10 category number 34 we have the number 36 uh in, in similar gt4 uh class category uh vehicle at least um the sp8tt denouncing the turbo i believe so these are not specifically hard spec gt4 uh, cars, but this is by Black Falcon Team Techstar, uh, with the driver lineup of Kaya Mustafa, Mehmet, and Gabriele Piana, Mike Sturzberg, uh, and Ersin Yuksan. Yuksan, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I think interestingly enough, this team um, they have a driver from Turkey. Um, so YouTube chat is just going to be uh, Turkish flags. Um, and then you have Gabriel Piana, who has been in the GT3s before, um, even winning overall 24-hour races with Mercedes. Um, I, interesting to see that he took a step back or if just he just didn't have a ride um, for the GT3s and obviously still wanted to race the Evergreen 24. Um, so we'll see how P- uh, Gabriel Piana does because he's definitely the notable driver in this lineup. And just to get the other SP8T car out of the way that we have, it's the Schnitzelam Racing. I believe the same cars we had uh, just uh, uh, the previous car ago. Um, Jorg Vaivan, Peter Posovac, Andreas Weiland, and Guido Wirtz um, for that Mercedes-AMG GT4. Seems like the GT4 uh, category is very popular with Mercedes. Because we we've we've really only seen Mercedes for the GT4 cars so far. Yeah, so far, especially in the uh, the lower numbers, are inundated with Mercedes. I think they're obviously well. The the Expo is going to be there as well, um, and I know we've got some BMWs coming up and Aston Martins. But yeah, for right now, we're just we're hitting nothing but uh, Mercedes. I think a, a few Porsches in there too. So, um, but yeah, getting a lot of these out, and then those the 36 and 37 are in the SP8T category, and then again that 34 is in the SP10 category. So slightly different categories, but the same, you know, uh, chassis essentially that they're using for GT4. 
Um, number 40 uh, on our entry list, SP9, back to the GT3 category. Uh, 10Q Racing, Team Hauer and Zabel, uh, and a Mercedes-AMG GT3. Uh, driver lined up with uh, Kenneth Heyer, Thomas Yeager, Yelmer Berman, and Dominic Bauman. Yeah, I've never heard of this team name before. This is brand new to me for this year. Uh, Kenneth Heyer did lots of Corentic races with Hofer Racing, um, won most likely a couple class wins. Um, Thomas Yeager, uh, not to be, I believe there's a separate Thomas Yeager. There's an Austrian one and there's a German one. I want to say this is the Austrian one. Um, due to the fact he's racing a, I think the, yeah, I believe the Austrian, uh, Thomas Yeager races the more high tech machinery and the, uh, the German one's more amateurish. Uh, Yelmer Berman, obviously GT World Challenge Europe a lot with Mercedes, at least within the past couple of years. And then you have Dominic Bauman, who has been racing, obviously, as well as Berman with the Mercedes. Yeah, they announced uh, last year to, to uh, try to start contending in the 24-hour endurance races, Spa and Nürburgring. And I guess they were found in 2018. Um, and so they were setting to expand in their motorsport involvement GT3 formula with a single Mercedes AMG. And that was back in last August. I don't know if they competed last year in Nürburgring. I don't think they did. But, yeah, very new team, especially in the GT3 step-up. The German one is the high tech guy. Um, so this is so German. This is the, this is the German Thomas Jaeger. If we have another Thomas Jaeger, it's going to be an Austrian. If he's the amateurish guy, so easy to get the two mixed up. Gotcha, gotcha. Nope. Thanks for correction. Uh, we did the forty-four. That's the uh, Falcon Motorsports Porsche second. That stable. Uh, we'll go to the SP8 category. Uh, the number fifty-three Giddy Tire Motorsport by WS Racing. Uh, it's an Audi R8 LMS. is a GT4 category uh, runner with a driver lineup of Kerry Schreiner, uh, Celia Martin, Pippa Mann, and Christ, uh, Christina Nielsen. Kerry uh, Schreiner, um, I think, she, unfortunately, uh, she races. No, unfortunately, that she races. She races the ADAC GT Masters, and from what I've been hearing, she's not that good. That's from hearsay, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celia Martin. Uh, hometown girl from Adenau. Uh, then you have Pippa Mann and Christina Nielsen, who are obviously the two most notable people on this driver lineup. And if it's anything like past years, it's not just an all-woman driving team. It's an all-woman pit crew. Um, they normally get a lot of TV time. You'll see, if, they, if they're in the garage fixing something, uh, German TV will most likely focus on them for a good couple minutes at a time mm-hmm. because it is a uh, definitely a story that – the commentators are going to be talking about um and it's not often you see an all-woman pit crew in racing so that's that's the story of the and obviously racing on giddy tires as well which is one of the uh weird tire choices that we have in this race yeah <laughs> hey look hey it's uh it's plastered everywhere on that car so might as well uh put it on the tires too uh staying with the sp8 category number 54 on our entry list uh, novel racing by toyota ring racing so Toyo Tire there. Uh, it's a Lexus RCF, uh, another GT4 runner. Uh, Takamitsu Matsui, uh, Klaus Volker, Wil- uh, Wilhelm Verick, and uh, Turbo As- Asai is the driver lineup for this entry. Yeah, with it being a Japanese car, I get two Japanese drivers in. Um, it seems like Takamitsu has some Toyota ties, obviously with being a Lexus. Um, just looking at his... Um, stats he's won last not last year but in 2019 and 2018 the sp pro class which that might be 
And he oh, he was also also a 2016 Super GT champion in GT300. Oh wow, look at that. Um, <laughs> so this confuses me because SP8 I thought was the pure uh, GT4 class, and obviously the Lexus RCF is not. So we they we might not have a pure German GT4 class like I thought we did. It might just be uh, lumped in. Yeah, I'll uh, I'm double checking that as well just to see which uh, which one. I okay, SP10. And it's the pure German, uh, just the pure GT4 class. Gotcha. Um, yeah, SP8 would have some, obviously, with the RCF being not GT4 spec. It's got some minor alter- altercations to it and not turbo. So we know that. Um, we'll move on. <laughs> Number 58 uh, on our entry list, SP7 category. Uh, this is a Porsche 911 GT3 Cup car, so SP7 Pretty much you can denote that will mostly contain a, a GT3 Porsche Cup car. Uh, Bill Cameron, uh, Peter Bonk, and Arno Klaassen uh, so far on this entry list. Yep. Uh, no team name for that one, at least so far. And obviously with a day until uh, qualifying. Um, it will be interesting to see how Team No Name does on the results table when it comes to the end of 24 hours. Next up, we'll have the number 60. Uh, Teichman racing car. It'll be in the Cup X category. The Cup X is basically your K- all your KTM crossbows, um, and Teichman Racing is pretty much fielding the entire grid in that class. We'll have Steven Broadmerkel, Carl Heinz Teichman, who I, I would assume brings the money to the team, or team owner, or at least friends, with, or at least related to the guy. And then you have Erkan Kara Osman. Both, all of them are Germans. Yep. <laughs> Uh, now for the SP9 category, we've got one more entry here. Um, number 63, Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo. Um, and this is stable by Hankook FFF Racing Team uh, with the four-driver lineup of Marco Mapelli, Frank Pereira, Mer- uh, Mirko Borolotti, and Giancomo Alotti. When you look at this on paper, it's a very, very strong lineup. Except they're running on Hankooks. Um it's I I don't know what I think Hankook obviously footed the bill because they're obviously sponsored sponsoring the team. They even you know got their you know name on the car. But how good are the Hankooks going to be at the Nurburgring? Don't don't even mention the wet. How is it going to be in mixed conditions, dry conditions? Comes to that point. Um, as far as I'm concerned, we haven't really seen a top team do well on Hankooks at the Nurburgring. So we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, the Michelins are going to be king um, because most of the drivers here, most of the teams, I'm just looking at them. It's it's Michelin, 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 maybe a couple of good years here and there. Um, but So we'll see how the Hankook tires do in this situation. Obviously, I believe it's the, it's the second or third Lambo we came across. I think it's definitely going to – I think it's going to fare better um, than the Conrad car. Because um, FFF, very, very dominant force in GT World Challenge Europe. They pretty much dominated um, the Circuit Power Car 1000-kilometer race last weekend. And they just got passed in the final hour by GPX. But I believe they finished uh, second or third, at least top ten in that race. Um, so they, it's a strong team. It's just how are the tires going to work for them? Because they have the drivers. They have the car. It's all about the tires. So we'll, we'll have to see when uh, track action comes on Thursday, if they even get it on Thursday because of the torrential rain that they're going to have, uh, how they're going to fare out. Now, next up we have is number 68 SP7 car. Um, 
Cookie, we haven't seen this guy in a while. <laughs> well, hey, um, and even leading up to it, uh, he he caused a little bit of a an issue with the SP9 runner. Uh, I believe it was with the qualifying race, uh, basically coming in contact with the top with a front runner late in the race there too. So really putting out his best uh, Tracy Croneness is our man Tracy Crone. <laughs> <laughs> Number 68 in the SP7 category. Uh, joining him is Niklas Johnson, uh, Patrick Huisman, uh, and Mario Fonbacher in the RPM Racing Porsche 991 Cup uh, Cup car with that uh, iconic, I'll just say it, iconic Chrome Aviation livery. It's basically been the same livery for the last, like, almost 20 years. And, uh, my God, that is, you, you, you try to give that a wide berth if you can, I, I would say still, right? Oh my God. It's, it's, it's so good. It's just memes aside. It's just nice to see him back. Obviously the pandemic probably played a huge wrench because obviously Tracy crown, uh, businessman first, he uses, he works to afford his lifestyle. Um, and, he probably can't afford the the LMP twos and the GTE in the GTEs like he did back in the day. So why not just do a Porsche Cup car? Um, and you know, with his antics, you'll probably see him on German TV uh, pretty pretty soon to the race. But we'll see. Be nice. It'd be nice to see a good result from this team for a change. Because um, Tracy Crown, memes aside, he's probably a very nice guy. It's just it's just so easy to make fun of it. Um, <laughs> next up, let's get through this uh, number SP seven. What number? It's number sixty-nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny, the funniest car in the grid. Uh, it's the number team clicker de Porsche Cup car for the SP7 class. Um, basically, a website that's racing, and then you have the SP10. We're getting to the SP10s, Cookie. It's okay. number seventy. We're racing by Bonk Motorsport. And Bonk Motorsport uh, in the past used to race Audis and BMWs. Obviously, choosing a BMW M4 GT4 for this race. You have Michael Schrey, Michael Fersher, uh, Gabriel Piana doing double duty in the GT4s in two separate classes. How about that? And then you have Claudia Hurtgen. Yeah, and the livery is not too bad either. It's almost got a little bit of that uh, golf racing, but then it's got some uh, like zebra tiger stripes or, uh, going on with it, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Um, in another SP10 category, number 71. Uh, Pro Sport Racing. Uh, it's an Aston Martin Vantage GT4. Man, these I love these Aston Martins. These GT4s. They just look so mean. Uh, the driver lineup for this is uh, Guido Dumare, Maxime uh, Maxime Dumare, and Alexander Walker, and Michael Hess. And Pro Sport um, races Creventic a lot, and not a very uh, competitive field in Creventic in the GT4 category. But I want to think. Definitely less than ten, probably even less than five. They only get really a couple of cars in that category, so not a lot of competition for pro sport to uh, endure in. Um, I don't know exactly how many uh, GT4s we have here, but there's definitely a lot more GT4s overall. How many SP10s are there compared to the classes at Creventic? Uh, probably a little bit more compared to what we've seen. And obviously, uh, big news coming from pro sport. I believe they just announced their entry into. Uh, the 24 hours of Sebring in November. So, Cookie, uh, if you go, you get to see these guys. I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, a lot of these just smaller category or race cars just to show up and uh, especially compete at 24 hours at, at Sebring. That's going to be awesome. Cookie, is that a Supra? By God, I think it is. 
<laughs> Toyota Supra showing up. <laughs> Number 72, Novel Racing with Toyo Tire by Ring Racing. Uh, SP10 category. Uh, driver lineup, uh, Tahiro Azuma, Michael Tishner, Hiko Ta- uh, Ton- Tonyangs, I think, or Tongang, Tongangs, and Turbo Asai. Sorry, Asai, I should say. Uh, double duty for Asai as well. I think he's in another uh, SP9 category runner as well. Or not SP9, I'm sorry, SP8. Yep, with the, with the Lexus. And these guys, um, they ran here before. I believe they ran here last year. Um, definitely in the Denver Green 24 with the Supra, probably a few, uh, NLS races as well. Maybe not in SP10, maybe in the, uh, like SP8 or SPAT before it became officially, uh, homologated for GT4. But it's not the Supra's, uh, first, uh, race around the ring. Um, we'll see how they do. I'm actually cheering for this car for the GT4 class. I very, I very, uh, like this. What fair like this, that's not English. I I just <laughs> like the Supra very much here. Um, the livery on it looks fantastic. Kind of has like a a yellow. Um, if I remember, it, it's a blue car, but has like yellow accents on the front. Um, it's a very good looking car in my opinion, and I hope it does well. Yeah, it's uh this one should definitely do pretty well. Um, or at least just from the livery department alone. And Toyota Supra. It's a that's a it's a cool platform to be in, especially in the SP ten category. Uh Walking Horse Motorsport, uh coming up next, uh number seventy four uh on the entry list here. SP ten category as well. It's BMW M four GT four, uh with a drive lineup of Cameron, Evans, Lance, uh Bocelli, David Thelemius. Telemius and Charlie uh, Postens. Yeah, and if I believe we're going to get to the GT3 Vulcan Horse Motorsport guys pretty quickly here, I, I want to say it's the GT4 car is going to have the same exact livery, um, if not a little bit different, because it has the total uh, court sponsorship, um, which looks very good, by the way. And we're going to see how this, how far this car does on the end. Shows Cameron Evans, if you're an American, uh, Dallas, Texas, represent. Um, than the rest most likely um, raced at the Nürburgring in the past in GT4s or lower classes or raced in the GT4 uh, championships they have in Germany. Then we have the number 75 Cup X car with the KTM Crossbow. We have the Auto Motor Unsport True Racing car. Um, and Neil mentioned this is the KTM Crossbow GTX. I believe this is the GT2 car. Um, if not very close to it. The drivers are Christian Menzel, Tim Schrick, uh, Jens Drell and Marcus Ostreich. Yeah, that bare carbon too. That looks fantastic. It definitely looks like GT2 uh, spec. It's not the uh, old Expos, that's for sure. Um, not GT4. Uh, number 76, SP10 category coming up next. It's a Porsche 718 Cayman GT4. Schmickler Performance is uh, fielding the entry, and the driver lineup is Ivan Giacoma, Amaro Calamia, or Calamia. Uh, Roberto Pampanani and Kai Reamer. Yeah, so we're, fi- we're finally getting to the uh, Porsche side of the GT4 category. Most likely going to be allowed them. They're a very popular car, um, especially in the GT4 Europe category. So we'll see probably many more um, coming and in, in, in the next couple cars we, we uh, line up here. Uh, next up is number 77 in the SP9 category. We got, we got GT3. Um, it's the BMW Junior Team. Um, it's Daniel Harper, Max Hesse, Neil Verhagen, and Augusto Farfus. Uh, so Augusto Farfus is most likely going to be like the father 
figure of the team. He's going to be the guy with experience. Uh, Neil Verhagen used to be, uh, I believe he used to be a Red Bull driver. He he used to be in Formula Renault, Euro Cup, uh, when that was before uh, Alpine took it over. And Max Hesse, or Hesse, uh, I want to say I've seen him race before. I just don't know where. Most probably here, or at least in ADAC GT Masters. I don't know about Daniel Harper, though. Yeah, I'm um, not sure about him. Definitely no Neil Verhagen. Uh, yeah, he was definitely Red Bull uh, affiliated and has been doing a couple things in stateside, but not a whole lot. So, um, yeah, I don't have a ton of info, though, on Daniel Harper. Great Britain, though. Uh, just, he, yeah, he's 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 my age, and he's racing in a GT3 car at the Nürburgring 24. Oh, God. Oh, I guess he raced uh, Janetta Juniors. Okay, Janetta Juniors, gotcha. And... Yeah, he for twenty twenty twenty. Yep, that's right. I definitely see them. It's he's he's been in the NLS and twenty four hours in Nurburgring, most likely last year. That's where I saw him. And oh, he was a Porsche Carrera Cup Great Britain champion in twenty nineteen. Learning more every day. Here's <laughs> the obscure part, even with SB nine. Um, but yeah, number uh, number seventy eight. We'll go. We'll continue down on this list here as we start getting into the more obscure. Uh, still in the Porsche GT four uh, in that SP ten category. Allied Racing: uh, Nikolai Moller Madsen, Dennis Fetzer, and Luca Sandro Treffs. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a very very good livery. The bright blue right in the front, switching over to the black in the back, and uh, I think this team's going to do pretty well. Um, obviously GT4 at the Nürburgring, a different ecosystem, like you would see GT4s everywhere else. And Allied Racing, I don't really see, at least I don't think I see them anywhere else but the Nürburgring. So they must have tons of experience here. Definitely ones to watch out for. Uh, next up, we'll have, we'll have a SP7 car, the number 80, Huber Motorsport, along doing with their uh, GT3 program they got a porsche cup car racing with hans Wehrman and ulrich berg uh following that is the number 80 uh number 81 in the sp6 category a bmw m3 csl uh, by hofer racing uh martin kroll michael kroll uh chantal prince and gustav engelhangringer uh running out that lineup and i've i've I hope I'm not wrong about this, but since it's the Kroll family, I, and Hofer Racing did do Creventic, uh with the GT3s, with the Mercedes, especially with the uh, older Mercedes uh, back in the days. Uh, I want to say that's Chantel Kroll, but, but married, uh, I believe. So that's interesting. Uh, so when we last saw her in a main race, I want to say, which would be Creventic, most likely. She got married within that time. So uh, if it's the person I'm thinking of, congratulations, Chantel. Yeah, definitely. That, that's an interesting wrinkle as well to it, for sure. Um, next on the list, we have a number 86 uh, in the SP4T category. Uh, no team name for this one in a Porsche 718 Cayman GTS uh, chassis. Uh, Jacek uh, Padice. Jan Munhauen, Pierre Alain, and Peter Kate uh, running up that driver lineup. The next up, we'll have, we will have we have the eighty-seven, another SP four T Porsche seven eighteen Cayman GTS, N- another no name team. Uh, Andreas uh, Schefitzel, Ernst Thrin, and Stefan Brainer. 
Uh, in the SP3T category, Fallen 87 is the 89 Hyundai i30N uh, by Carlson Peninsula uh, by Tomcat. Uh, and the driver lineup for that stable, Marcus Lowe, Dan Bergolt, uh, Andrew Engelman, and Ben Lyons. And this is just the i30N, doesn't have TCR uh, towards the end of the name there. So this is just going to be the regular hatchback, which is a very fun, uh, very fun to watch around. Uh, no wing, no aero bits, just just the hatchback you see on the showroom floor, just racing around and everything. Um, <laughs> should be interesting. Should be fun to watch. Normal, I think this team might have an onboard. Normally the hatchback has an onboard, unless the factory Hyundai guys uh, brought their own hatchback, which sometimes they do. We'll see about that. We'll see if they're lower down on the entry list. Uh, number 90 in the SP3T class. We're getting into the fun cars, guys. Uh, No-name team. Uh, Tobias Young and Tunis, uh, Car- oh, it's Carlos Tavares and Tunis, Francois Wales, and Jean-Philippe Imperato. And this is the Opel Astra Cup. I love this car. Love this car. Glad to see it uh, make the entry list. And yeah, look at, looking forward to anything Opel Astra in general I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of. So <laughs> not as much as Manta, but hey, why not? Um Following that, we have a SP3T uh, Golf 7 TCR uh, Volkswagen. Uh, number 91, uh, powered by MSC Singzing EV. I'm ADAC, uh, so just a, a sector of uh, German ADAC. Yeah, a motorsports club. Yep. Uh, Jens Wolf, Alexander Mueller, and Artur Gor- uh, Gorion uh, are the three pilots of that entry. I have noticed that it, has, it says TCR. Uh, in that car name as well. So this will be a TCR in the SP3T class, or at least a tuned-down version of it. Um, next up, we got a big guy. We got we got a big contender here. Uh, it's number 98 in the SP9 category, Rover Racing in the BMW M6 GT3. Connor Filippi, former winner of this event with Land. Uh, Martin Tomczyk, former DTM driver. Sheldon Vandalin, uh, DTM driver. And then you have uh, Marco Wittmann, um, he was also also former DTM champion. Yeah, we forgot to mention this. I, I believe we still have one more pretty good D, uh, BMW driver left to go. It seems like BMW is stepping up their game this year compared to previous years. In, in, it, it, unless I'm forgetting um, how much BMW brings to the table every year, it seems like they majorly stepped up the ante for this year. Yeah, as far as the driver lineups are concerned, I, I would say so. Um, amount of effort on, on some of these entries is, is pretty high. Um, and they've, they've they've spread it out too. Um, there's a couple there's a couple kind of bronze league entry, uh, entries in SP9 for BMW, but they've got a lot of good stout lineups that could potentially compete overall if the cards fall their way. Um, and yeah, it does feel like they have maybe one or two extra entries that feel really good really solid than they did previously, or at least a, there's an upward trajectory. So that's good to see at least after the 98, we've got the number 100 keeping the BMW stable, uh, in full spread here in the SP nine category, BMW M six GT three, uh, walking horse motorsport, their first entry, uh, that we've got to in the GT three category, um, with the total ports kind of BMW total livery. That's kind of cool looking. I, I actually do like that, uh, a lot. Um, but the entry list is not the one I would prefer out of this stable. I'll take the 101 uh, that we'll talk about just uh, after this. The 100 
has an entry list of uh, Henry Walkenhorst, uh, Friedrich von Bolin, uh, Jörg Bre- uh, Brewer, excuse me, and Andreas Ziegler. Yeah, definitely. The uh, you can tell that obviously Henry Walkenhorst, the Monday guy, the owner of the team. Mostly, uh, this is definitely a pro am lineup, but very very cool livery. It's sort of and the one hundred and one has sort of a similar. I want to say almost the same livery. I want to say it's the, it's the same livery, but it's just the one hundred and one. Watching the race, you might get might get confused on 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 with whose car is whose. But um, you have Christian Krugness, David Pittard, Ben Tuck, and York Mueller in the one hundred and one. Now Ben Tuck, um, I want to say won DTM Trophy last year, or was very upfront. He got, I believe he was in the BMW GT four, so he's kind of graduating up to GT three racing. David Pittard um, and Christian Krugness, a very familiar driving pairing from previous years at the Nürburgring 24. Then obviously Jorg Mueller, who has been with pretty much uh, anything with a BMW in the past couple of years. Yeah, for the Wolkenhorst uh, liveries, they do have the the mirrors are like red and blue accented. Um, and then the end plate for the uh, the rear wing also has that accent red or blue for them. Uh, interesting to note too that these a lot of the BMW M6s uh, that aren't uh, row were using like faux pas uh light housings for the fog lights um which i always find hilarious so the uh, shots that they have of them are like these fake looking headlights that are on the bottom there so those should be swapped away but yeah that would be the telltale for you is um either on the, the side mirrors uh the end plate on the rear wing or even on the grill you'll see the red or blue accent on it so that'll kind of denote it outside of the uh, obvious number change but um Looking on the side door panel of the driver lineup for 101, definitely an upgrade from the 100. Um, that Walken Horse Motorsport BMW M6 GT3 driver lineup consists of uh, Christian uh, Krug, uh, Krugnes, uh, David Pittard, Ben Tuck, and Jörg Mueller uh, doing double duty as well. Next up, we'll have the number 102, another SP9, uh, Walken Motorsports. This would end their trio of GT3 cars, at least in this section of the entry list. Uh, it's another BMW M6 GT3 with Jorg Mueller, Mario Von Bolen, Sammy Matt Etrogan, and Jacob Kuba Girmaziak. Uh, yeah, and uh, one thing to note uh, with the Vulcan Horse Stable as well, you could see with their tires, they're running Yokohamas and not Michelins or uh, or Falcons or even Goodyears. So um, another kind of a tire different, uh, differentiation uh, from the, even the BMWs with uh, Row Racing's Michelin. Um sticker tires that they're using on the 98 so could be good could be bad probably not gonna have as much uh pace as you would find from the michelin runners anyway but um yeah good bmw lineup from vulcan horse and showing up with three car for, for gt3 is not bad either um after 102 we're going to skip to 105 on the entry list sp4 uh, is the category uh race work motorsports uh ug driving a bmw 325 i e90 uh, we got a four-driver lineup of Christian uh, Schott, Jorg Schaffelder, uh, uh, Sergei Van Voren, uh, or Jan Joren, depending on how you want to pronounce it, uh, and then Hans-Joachim Legerman. Yeah, so the SP4 basically means sports production, and the number just basically, I believe, it goes up to like a 1,000 cubic uh, meters or something. It, it, it deals with engine displacement. Um, so SP stands for sports production, and then obviously it has a T after the number, like SP4T, it's a turbo. So basically, uh, keep things simple, um, it's basically where they are 
in the class structures based on their engine displacement for their sports production uh, uh, part of the class system. Uh, next up, we'll have the AT, which AT is, the, I believe, the alternative fuels class. You have Ralph Kaba and Oliver Sprungman and the Ford Mustang GT. Both AT cars, American muscle. Heck yeah. And this looks like almost like a GT4-ish uh, car that's just been outfitted with a non-spec wing and whatnot. It, it's a weird uh, kind of dichotomy, especially with the alternative fuels potentially with that too so and it's an interesting livery as well with that mustang so go forward i guess uh go american muscle we'll see see how that does in the at category uh up next a uh, 110 uh numbering uh in the cup x category the ktm expo gt4 by uh teichman racing uh daniel Bohr, timo molig uh felix van der leyden and dirk adorf driving that car yeah, and one thing I've noticed with Cup X that they put like the GTX and the GT4 in the same class, and the GTX uh, more in line with the GT2. So it's going to be interesting to see how these, uh, how the two different type of cars uh, race with each other. I believe the GT4s might be faster, or at least more reliable, because looking at the qualifying race results, I believe the GT4 was the first one to come out uh, of all the KTM's. So we'll have to see how the pace is on race weekend for uh, the KTMs and see how that low mini class kerfuffle gets resolved. Um, next up, you'll have the number uh, 111 Teichman Racing. Like I said, Teichman Racing basically funds this class. Um, you have uh, George Greisman, Mally Garand, Farth, Vies Volta, and then KTM Expo GT4. A very cool livery, a little, little uh, pink, a little green um, lines and it's very, very interesting. You'll most likely see it on the TV cameras. But if you don't see it on the TV cameras, the 24 Hours Never Green entry list has a page where you can see at least most of the pictures of the cars. Um, very, very interesting livery. Uh, next up, you got another Teichman racing car with the 112. You have Dennis Tribbing, Constantine Scholl, Andy Suchek, and Peter Turting. Wow. Andy Suchek, what are you doing in there, bud? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting to see him in there. I don't know. I I would assume he would have his Nurburgring license, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's doing a, a favor for everybody, or he's trying to get his uh, Nurburgring license because obviously we did have one uh, NLS race canceled, so that might have put a wrench in his plans for driving a GT3 this year. Um, as far as I'm aware, that would be my only uh, reasonable guess on why he would be in a lower class car um, in this. So. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Andy Suchek obviously going to be the, the main guy in that team. Um, so we'll see. Number 112 the, compared to uh, notable drivers. It's definitely the favorite for the class so far. Then you have the number 114 true racing car, KTM Crossbow GTX. You not, have Reinhard Kofler. By the way, not Teichman Racing. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Johannes Stuck and Ferdinand Stuck. Hmm. Any relation oh, to. Relation to uh, yeah, okay. I was going to say. Yeah. This one we're taking guesses. Sons of Hans Jokic. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that could. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then you have the number one fifteen Cup X KTM Crossbow GTX with let me Mick Chip slash DKR GMBH with a if it has a GMBH at the end of it, it's like a, I guess it's like a business trademark or trademark of some sort. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. Um. You have Dieter Schmidtman, Heiko Hamel, Christoph Brewer, and Tim Heinemann. Uh, for SP3 category coming up next on the number 118 uh, in the Dacia Logan. <laughs> Dacia. 
<laughs> uh, no team name here, but it's uh, Oliver Kreese, uh Michael Lackmeyer, Doom, and uh, Mikhail Sharodin. Great yeah, news, everyone. The Dacius Sandero is in here. <laughs> yeah, we're getting that part of part of the entry list, and obviously with less GT3s, we're going to move past these cars a lot quicker. Uh, but yeah. Doom, used by a person who probably doesn't want his real name out there that he's racing. Um, we'll, we'll see. Maybe he doesn't want work finding out they took four days off so he can just go racing. Um, but interesting enough, um, Mikhail Sherudin, he is actually a uh, YouTuber. He has his own YouTube channel. He is He's doing quite well. He did a lot of RCN races, which is basically kind of like, like a time trial thing where every where you have a all the cars start, but it's based on um, fastest time, um, and, and, and ter- in terms of um, in- instead of you know an actual race where whoever finishes first gets first, and they just race on the Nurburgring. They don't use the Grand Prix circuit at all. So he he's def- he's definitely been around this place before. Um, he, I believe he might have won a race or two in the RCN Challenge. But this is definitely a, a feel-good story. And probably one of the best pre-race coverage um, of the weekend. Follow Mikhail Schrud on YouTube. He'll probably have a bunch of videos. Awesome. Uh, 119 number coming up uh, in the SP3T category. Toyota Zoo Racing Team Thailand and the Toyota Corolla Atlas. Or Altus, excuse me. Uh, Sutipong uh, Smitteracht <laughs> Tarsh. Uh, Natvudi uh, Karasinkua Hawatana, uh, Mana, Manat Kula Panlanot, and Natpang Hortungkum. That is so tough. What the hell? <laughs> I'll, I'll relieve you for the next one. Number 120 SP3 Toyota Corolla Altis for Toyota Gazoo Racing Team Thailand. Uh, Grant Superfons, Chen Zhan Hong. And Naoki Kawamura. You know, I feel like I got the easier yeah, round. You got the easy, I, just, yeah. I just let you suffer. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Well, here, I'll take over this one. This should be just slightly easier. Uh, number 121 in the SP3 category. Uh, this time in a Toyota GT86 Cup. Uh, it's the uh, Pit Lane AMC, uh, AMC Stonks, not related, uh, Sankt Vith. And it's uh, powered by Kurt uh, Dujardin uh, Brody. Uh, Probably another uh, alias. Uh, Jax Durini, uh, Durin, and Olivier Mutjens. And this one is a pretty fun livery to it as well. It normally has, I believe, a yellow base and colorful stars all over the car. So you'll definitely see it when race time comes, unless it crashes during qualifying, which that would be a shame. Um, next up, it's the big one. Yep. What we've all been waiting for. SP3. Yep. Number 125. Team name is, I believe, Kissling Motorsport runs the car, but the team name on the entry list is called Olaf Beckman because he's the owner of the car. Owner of what car? It's the Opel Mana. <laughs> the foxtail lives once more. Uh, it's it's that or the Dacia Logan that I'm going to be just so interested to watch the entire race to see and what they're, happens. And they're in the same class. Yep, yep. It's gonna be Actually, it's gonna be a titanic battle between them two. Like I said, SP3 and SP3T, they're like they're like the fun classes. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, again, if you've never seen uh, the, the Opel Manta, please just even search that uh, and you'll get uh, quite a bit of uh, fandom 
that comes your way from Google. Um, just from even just typing that in, it'll just tr- straight up direct you to Nurburgring, and uh, you can find out all the information you want to on the Foxtail Open Manta. Uh, it's it's a fantastic little uh, little wrinkle of the Nurburgring 24. Um, it's a huge fan favorite, so definitely a huge fan of it. Uh, next uh, next up is well, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, the drivers we have here. Oh, I think yes. we forgot to mention the drivers. Yep. Uh, Olaf Beckman, obviously the owner of the car. Uh, actually, they I believe in February that there was an article saying they weren't even considering. Or they were considering skipping the race, but gladly they did not. Uh, nice to see the car back on track. Uh, Peter Haas, Volker Strychek, which I believe someone mentioned that is a, he's a 1984 DTM champion, a proper old school racer he is. And then you have Jurgen Schulten. And uh, number 131 uh, coming up on the entry list, uh, V6 category. Uh, is a Porsche Cayman S981 uh, by Adrenaline Motorsport Team Altser, Altsner Automotive, uh, driven by Lutz Rule, uh, Christian Bulsbach, and Guido Heinrich. That's not a German name. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Couldn't <laughs> <No>. be. <laughs> Could not be at all. Could oh, be yeah. farther from the truth there. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. got some Irish in him. We, we, we yeah. <laughs> no, no, Jer- Jersey, Jersey Shore meets N24. What, when's that show coming on on TV? Um, well, going off the, uh, let's round up these, this trio of V6 pairings we have. Tri- trio of pairings, uh, whatever. Uh, V6, 132, Team Mathel Racing. Uh, it's the Porsche Cayman S with Sebastian Schaefer and Jorg Kittleman. And then you have the 133 um, with, so the team name is called Oliver Schumacher, which if it's a name... Which I would assume he would be the car owner. So then you have Xavier Lamadred, Xavier Lamadred Sr., uh, Massimiliano Dorado, and Nicholas Abril as your drivers in that Porsche 981. In the V5 categories, not V6, V5 now, the number 141 Adrenaline Motorsport Team Altsner Automotive, uh, Porsche Cayman 981, uh, Ulrich uh, Korn, Tobias Korn, Daniel Korn, and Herbert von Danwitz are the four drivers uh, piloting that car. Yeah, and during the qualifying race, they had a graphic, I believe, for that car, and they didn't have the first name. It just said Korn, uh, which is <laughs> very, very hilarious. Um, <laughs> yes, it's 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 spelled like that Korn. It's spelled like freak of the freak of freak on the leash Korn. <laughs> um, then you have next up with the 142 V5 class Porsche Cayman. Um, rent to drive Familia Racing. You have Holger Gashow, Sophia Gashow. Uh, it might be Gashot, but you know I'm not the best with foreign languages. Uh, Philip Adi and Mike Schmidt. And uh, next in the v- category, uh, we've got V4 and the number 151 uh, entry on this entry list: the BMW E90 325. Uh, no team name, but the four drivers in this lineup are Florian Quante. Uh, Jürgen Huber, Oliver Fries, and Simon Segmeister. Next up in the V4 class, you have another BMW. Well, actually, no, it's, a, it's a different BMW. It's, instead of a BMW E90 325, it's a BMW E90 325i. Ah, it's number, one, nice. number 152, Team McChip slash uh, our dash DKR, Lucas Lang, Sasha Lott, and Alexander Meixner. The next up, we'll finish up this uh, V4 class uh, structure we have in the entry list. Uh, Thomas Muskins is the owner of the race car with a BMW 325i in the number 153. Uh, Richard Gressick, Philip Gressick, Werner uh, Gusenbauer, and Moritz Gusenbauer. Uh, two families pretty much uh, running that car that weekend. Um, 
hopefully they don't fight might be uh you know like every single you know marriage exactly and uh and the, yep. win- the winking smiley face really will help uh propel that car forward on their livery so, <laughs> yeah, look at that look at that uh, 159 coming up in the V2T category, FK Performance GBR. It's a BMW 330i uh, driven by Christian uh, Col- uh, Colinerth, Ranko Masovic, and Moritz Oberheim. Yeah, we're getting to a, a, pr- a pretty big chunk of the entry list for the, for the V2T classes, at least more than three, um, like we've been seeing with the other classes. With number 160, BMW F3330i. Uh, Manheller Racing OHG with Kurt Strube and Yukata Seki. We never really see a Japanese driver this low into the entry list, but it's very welcoming to see. Uh, next up, you have the 162 uh, Opel Astra OPC uh, with uh, Michael Eichhorn, Herbie Schmidt, Lars Fruding, and Tim Roberts. Then you have the 163 and the number 164. Same car, same team. It's Avia Sorg Reinsport. Uh, very familiar names here at the ring. Uh, number 163, you have Rasmus Helmick, Alberto Carobio, Ugo Vicenci. And number 164, you have uh, uh, Born Simon, Heiko Eichenberg, uh, Stefan Epp, and, and uh, Philip Scherte. Nice. And uh, number 165 coming up uh, next on the entry list, SP2T category. It's the Hyundai i20N, Hyundai Motorsport N, uh, servicing this car, uh, driven by Kai Jordan, Marcus Lundstrass, uh, Mark Everett, and uh, Guido Nauman. I like this. Like It's a nice little hatchback-looking uh, car, yeah. especially in the SP2T category. Uh, continuing on, on with uh, a couple more V2Ts, both by the same uh, team. Uh, number 166, Giddy Tire Motorsport by WS. You, you're a VW guy. What, what's that? What's that spell in Roman numerals? Oh, uh, seven. It's a uh, seven, sir. <laughs> it's, it's okay. So it's a VW Golf V7 AU. Uh, so that, that that's uh, that's gold in the periodic table. Yeah. Um, Axel Jan uh, for Seki's uh, Sven, Wayne Moore, and Niels. Form. Then you have the 167 in the BMW F30, which that grill, that grill looks uh, pretty big. And it's not even the M4. Nope. Um, but very interesting car, though. I uh, do, I kind of, kind of like it. No wing, I've noticed on the back of that car. It's hatchback. Um, so Tobias Wolf, Nicholas Cry, Nikolai Kanborg, and Fabian Volvend will uh, take pilot of that car. Uh, the 168 uh, Team Manthal, uh, Mathal Racing. Uh, this is a Porsche 718 Cayman S. It's in the V3T category, uh, piloted by Weber, Wolfgang, and Alexander Fielenbach. And uh, 169 is the V2T category, going back to that. Another Giddy Tire Motorsport by WS Racing entry. Uh, this time it's a BMW F30. Uh, James Brakel, David Drinkwater, Ulrich Schmidt, and NNNNN is uh piloting so another little alias there uh in the v2t category yeah uh, the one driver i recognize is david drinkwater he's been here many times before i believe i've seen his name ever since we've done the entry list podcast here with uh with, with you cookie so he's definitely knows this place he's at least he should Oh yeah, at absolutely. least he should. Yeah, all the all these years driving here, so he should be a very good pair of hands for that uh, BMW. Uh, we're getting to the TCR cars, and they make it easier for us to identify if this is the actual TCR class with TCR specs and regs because they just call it TCR. 
Uh, first one's number 170, Come to You Racing, um, Audi RS3 LMS TCR with Tom Cornell and Nicholas Baird. I would assume this would be the one with DHL sponsorship because of Tom Cornell in the car, and that's a sponsor for WTCR. And when he does TCR Europe, uh, he, they, they, he, they sponsor him for that too. Uh, next, next up, you have Bonk Motorsport with a very colorful Cupra Leone competition car. You have Herman Bonk and Max Partle. Yeah, Herman Bonk is, uh, yeah, especially for the Bonk Motorsport. I was like, Bonk and Bonk. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I actually like the livery too with the, uh, and then the Leon as well. Um, number 172 in the TCR category is Auto House M Fugel. Uh, Honda Civic TCR is the car and driven by Dominic Fugel, uh, Tiago Montero, uh, Cedric Tots, and Nestor Girolami. Uh, or Gil- yeah, Girolami, is- I think. Yeah, this is going to be the one that's going to be decorated in the Castrol colors and uh, very, very much a fan favorite. Probably my most favorite TCR car that's ever been ran. I just like the paint scheme that much. And obviously, Dominic Fugel races in ADAC TCR Germany, Tiago Matero, uh, former Formula One driver. Cedric Tots, not sure what he does, but Nestor Giolami, um, former, maybe even current uh, WTCR driver as well. So lots of experience in this little TCR car. Um, this is definitely going to be my pick for the TCR class. Um, but it's a Honda, and Honda don't normally really do well in 24-hour races, so I'm f- keeping my fingers crossed. Yep. Next up, we got 173 uh, Matilda Racing Cupra Leon TCR. This is the older style uh, Seat Leon Cupra. Um, Michael Patz, Jurgen Nett, Jakob Nett, and uh, Mikhail Escona. Now, this car was rebuilt, I believe, after the first lap crash that involved the um, Hyundai Elantra. That was also that that opening lap crash that happened, I believe, a few weeks ago in that uh, qualifying race. Um, controversy, I believe the uh, Hyundai Elantra driver was ejected from the team pretty much after that happened. Um, but this was one of the offending cars that was having a pretty dicey wheel-to-wheel race up all the way up until the backstretch pretty much and uh, was was had a few contacts worthy enough to uh, send it and the Elantra into the wall. And that was, uh, that was one where we didn't really see too much video of it unless the onboard of the uh, car behind it uh, gave us a good look at that. But yeah, this was one of the uh, cars that was in that wreck. So uh, the number two, and, yeah, go ahead. And, and let me add one more uh, notice, notice on that team. Um, Mikhail Ascona, uh 2018 TCR Europe champion and currently the points leader for the 2021 TCR Europe championship with winning a race or two in that championship as well. So he's on a hot streak uh, with TCRs. We'll see if that translates to uh, 24 hours around the green hell. And coming up next, uh, number two, 230. Uh, this is in the BMW M24 240i category, so I wonder what they're racing, uh, if it's that's the category name, is the Avia Sorg Rensport team stable, uh, piloted by Luis Ramirez, Christopher Allen, uh, Harold Rettig, and Fabrice Reicher. Then you get the number 231, same class, but different car, BMW M24i Racing. Um, Adrenaline Motorsport Team, Alsner Automotive, I Lots of lots of uh, splitting of the classes this team is doing. I, f- I believe they also have a Porsche Cayman in one of the V uh, classes, which is basically production stock, um, as simple as it gets. Uh, Charles Oaks and David Bertello will be the pilots of that machine. 
Now we switch gears to uh, Cup 5 category. Um, these are basically a bunch of BMW M2, uh, M2s uh, in the CS Racing configuration. Uh, first up is number 236, MSC uh, Walshide uh, Racing here. Uh, Klaus Fa- uh, Fassbender, uh, Fassbender uh, Sven Marquette, Lars Harbeck, and Christopher Hewer. Or Christoph Hewer, excuse me. Yeah, and these guys, the Cup 5 classes, as as uh, we're talking about them, they're, they're really fun to watch. It You'll definitely see it, uh, definitely in NLS races, hopefully in the Evergreen 24, as a lot of them definitely during the start of the race. They're, they're pretty much even with each other. And as soon as they come down dotting or hoe, it's like a NASCAR race at Talladega. The drafting that comes into play is absolutely astonishing as they uh, play chicken when they go into that left-hander at the end of the straight. And it's just fun racing when they focus on it. I, I guarantee you this will probably be one of the most competitive classes that we will have at this race. Uh, next up, we have the number 238, Hofa Racing by Bonk Motorsport. Uh, Rainier Pertle and Jürgen Meyer will be in that car. Very, very interesting livery. It's, it sort of looks like the runoff at Paul Ricard. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's that BMW yeah. artwork uh, at play again here. I do like the sides. It almost has that, like, almost uh, Mark Martin Valvoline NASCAR uh, yes. to that, too, on the sides, yeah, which is look- pretty interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting liveries. And w- once again, we're, we're, not, we're not exactly great picture-to-text uh, explainers. Uh, the pictures of the cars will be on the entry list website, which will be 24H-Renon-DE. That's your stereotypical like BMW on... art car looking kind of thing. So yep. that's for sure. That's <laughs> we'll try to keep it simple. And like obviously that. you'll see them. And obviously you'll see them at the track uh, when you're watching the streams for the track action. Next up, number two forty, Adrenaline Motorsport Team, Alsner Automotive, uh, David Greisner, Guido Verts, Tobias Vasquez. Uh, number two forty one, same team name, Marcus Flash, Matthias Malmidi, you, uh, Jorg Weidinger, and Nicholas Schell. Uh, two four two, same same team name. They're coming in hot. Three cars in this class mm-hmm. with the Adrenaline Motorsport Team, Alzer Automotive, uh, Yannick Frubrick, Francesco Merlini, and Marcel Fugel. Then we finally go on to a different class, which would be Cup Three, which would be the number three hundred one, Epps Rheinsport, um, Porsche Cayman seven eighteen GT four CS with Mark Valenwein, Henning Duister, and Christian Rosen. And uh, following up with uh, three, uh, your Cup 3, 301, it's the 302 uh, WNS Motorsport GmbH. Uh, Porsche came in 718. It's a GT4 car as well. Uh, this is piloted by Jürgen Volringer, Walter Schweikart, and Daniel Blickel. Um, and while we're here, Cup 3, that's going to be your Porsche Cayman class. Um, so anything with a cup? And, a na- and a, anything after that, it's most likely going to be a single mate class. Like we have Cup X for the KTM's crossbow. Cup 3 is going to be your Porsche Cayman and the different variations within that car. Uh, next up, you'll have number 303 Kramer Racing with Carson Kramer, Alexei Verimenko, Stefan Hober, and Christopher Brook. Same team name, but with the 304, uh, you'll have the uh, driver lineup as Yevgen uh, Sokolovsky. Uh, then you have Afshin Doctor Fatemi, so he must be he's he must be one of the multiple dentists there in the field. Um, <laughs> Hennen Kramer and Jean Francois Brunel. 
next up, number 305, uh, still in the Cup 3 category, Porsche Cayman GT4, GTEC competition, uh, piloted by Patrick Gruter, uh, Fabio Gross, Max Cronenberg, Ben and uh, Ben Bunegel. Uh, number 306, Cup 3, GTEC competition, same stable, uh, this time the driver lineup of Janjap Van Roon and Maximilian Kurtz. Uh, team Manthal, or Team Mathal Racing, I should say. Cup three category still remaining here with this uh, Cayman GT4 in the number 307 uh, entry uh, is uh, piloted by Rudiger Sheikheit uh, she- <laughs> Montana Kessebomer. Uh, but it'd be, I think it's Rudiger Sheikheit. That's it. Oh, be careful, Cookie. Yeah, I was, I was, I was close. I was flirting with disaster there for a bit. Uh, number three hundred eight, uh, still staying in Cup three category. Black Falcon team, Techstar, uh, Porsche seven one eight Cayman GT four. Uh, this is got some Russians in it. Alexander Akimenov, Akimenkov. I can say that. Uh, Iceman, of course, of course, it's not Kimi Raikkonen. Uh, Vasily Silivanov. Uh, Sili Ivanov, that's it. Again, I can say English, uh, or Russian, I guess. And Tobias Wall, running up that driver lineup. And we'll finish up the last three Cup 3 class, uh, cars we have on this portion of the entry list. Uh, we have Milner Motorsport. We've seen them before in so They ran a prototype challenge, so there's some yep. North American resemblance here for the view. If you're an American, uh, they race here in the States. They're, so there's a, there's a team they may recognize in one of the lower classes. Um, so if you, if you want to follow along, because that's one of the big parts of an endurance race. Mostly, uh, it's fun to just pick a lower class car, uh, follow them along with timing. It, it makes the experience much more. You're more invested. Uh, you're more likely to uh, watch more of the race. Um, tanded aside, tan, uh, aside uh, you have the 309 Mueller Motorsport with Thorsten Young and Oscar Sandberg. Uh, same stable with the 310. You have Marshall Hopp and Michael Rebon. Then for the 311, Rounding up this portion of the Cup 3 class at the FTK Motorsport with Jens Molofen, Nico Addo, Thorsten Volter, and Nick Wustenhach. Uh Changing up categories, we're switching to AT uh, now with a Porsche 911 GT3 Cup car, number 320, four motorsports, bioconcept car, so this has got that alternate fuels, uh, driven by Thomas von Luis of Menar, of Menar excuse me, and Michael B. Schmidt. Yeah, AT class is one of the most wild classes out there because you got a Porsche Cup car, a Ford Mustang, and a Dodge Viper. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see how it plays. Basically, the AT class is who, who's reliable, who doesn't break down. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. SP4 class, we have MRC Race World with the BMW 325iE90. You have Karsten Muir, Volker Schachmann, and Klaus Mueller. Uh, the number 330 is uh, one of two uh, BMW 330i G20s in the V2T category uh, from Adrenaline Motorsport Team Altser Automotive. Uh, 330 being piloted by uh, Philip Stalschmidt, uh, Christopher Rink, Danny Brink, and Daniel Ziltz. And just the, I think either one of them, Christopher Rink or Danny Brink, um, I want to say they were VLN overall champions. In a BMW, camera which class, probably Cup 5. Um, but I do want to say that they were overall champions, or at least I think they are overall champions at the ring before. So definitely a very good driver lineup. 
Yep, absolutely. The number 331 um, is the other uh, Adrenaline Motorsport Team Altser Automotive BMW 330i. This one is driven by uh, Erlbacher, Jacob, and, and Marvin Kobus. The 333 entry is SP3T category. Max Cruise Racing, that's in a Golf GTI TCR. Love that. Love to see that. Uh, Frederick, Yearly, Matthias, Vesel, Jasmine, uh, Presig, and Gustavo Xavier are piloting that entry. And Chris, we've got a SP Pro coming up here. Yeah, it's basically another take on the... Um engine displacement because it says here sp pro over 3000 cc uh nothing says anything with you know um specifications for a, a different or a specific regulation of, of car so just as over 3000 cc um that's basically what it is it's a portion 911 gt3 cup mr which if what i'm thinking it might be an mr means manti racing um, so it might just mean that it's built to look like a current or uh, last generation Porsche GT3 because they like to do that here. They just take a Porsche Cup car and make it look like a current gen GT3. Um, it's Black Falcon Team Identica. It's Noah Nagel's Dick, uh, Florian Nauman, Carlos Rivas, and Hendrik von Danwitz. Yeah, that should be an interesting car to to see how that does. And I think you're right. I think it it is just it's it's a gt4 and almost like gt or gt cup and uh in uh, gt3 clothing essentially so we'll see see how that does um uh, two at uh entries here coming up in the number uh 420 and 421 entries um both by four motors by our concept car uh both of them are a cayman one is a the number 420 is a 982 gt4 whereas the 421 is 981 gt4 uh the 420 is piloted by uh matthias beckel uh Beck Vimert and uh, hi, uh, Henrik uh, Bolsev. And the number 421 is piloted by Marco Tibal, or Timbal and Brevetti Nicola. And then you have the uh, another car that's a fan favorite. Comes here every year. Very, very notable name in the sports car racing world now. It's mm-hmm. number 704 in the SPX class. Glickenhaus Racing. Um, this year they're going with the Michelins compared with, I believe they ran with Goodyear's. Uh, last year, you have Thomas Much, uh, Felipe Fernandez Laser, Frank Melu, and Richard Westbrook. Yep, uh, doing some uh, extra stint worthy stints in this uh, in this car for their Nurburgring Twenty Four. This had a, a pretty serious off in one of the uh, um, support races uh, a month or two ago, and uh, we're just taking it easy in the qualifying race. So didn't really see a full amount of pace from this, but I don't expect. I don't expect this car to to finish top ten overall. Um, I, I do think it'll mix it up with the pro ams. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It's a it's a great looking car. Um, they have had a couple of years experience now with this uh, with running this, but um, I, I think just for the key to anything right now will just be uh, just track time um, and more entries, uh, just more more Glicken houses, more SCG 004s. But um, just with one entry. I'm thinking either like a top 10, top 15 might be slightly, you know, shooting high, maybe potentially with this. We'll see. Then you have another SP4T class car. We have uh, no team name, but it's a Porsche 718 GTS. You have Ralph Zensen, Fabian uh, Peitzmeier, Christian Dannisberg, and Michael uh, Kuke. Uh, that's, I'm pretty sure how do you, how we pronounce it. Then you have two TCR cars, both by 
Hyundai Motorsport N. You have the number 830 with the Honda Elantra N with uh, Mark Bassling, Manuel Locke, and Moritz Eistrich. Yeah, and then you have the 831 with Luca Engsler and Hendrick Still and Jean-Carl Vernet. And obviously the 831s could be the, the stronger of the two lineups here. Yep. Uh, the 830 also had uh, Peter uh, Turding, and he was he was the guy that was terminated by uh, Hyundai after that uh, TCR crash um, that happened uh, about a month ago now. Uh, so that would have had a potentially different lineup as well, and that was the other car that was involved in that uh, first lap crash. Uh, the cup, uh, we'll do cup five, uh, as the second to last car. Um, cause we all know which, uh, car always remains last on these entries, uh, entry list for the Nürburgring 24. Uh, it's the number eight ninety uh, Schubert Motorsport BMW M2, uh, CS racing, uh, chassis entry and driven by, uh, Tortsen Schubert, Michael von Zabinski, uh, Marcel Larines or Laners. And Christopher Dryspring. Yep, doing double duty team with with that team. They have a GT3 car that they're doing, also doing Cup Five. Then with the 911 Porsche 911 GT3 R, it's Grello. It's Manti Racing with Matteo Caroli, Michael Christensen, Kevin Estra, and Lars Kern. Obviously, uh, Lars Kern holding, I believe, the Denver Green production car lap record. Kevin Estra, a very quick driver. Uh, and Michael Christensen, longtime Porsche factory driver. Uh, races with Porsche in WEC, or at least used to, uh, following the current WEC driver lineups as I, as I should. Then you have Matteo Caroli, who's just wicked quick. Yeah, this uh, this is going to be competing directly with uh, Falcon. Uh, or it's not Falcon. Well, it would definitely be competing with Falcon tires, but Fricadelli Racing Team is going to have their hands full with uh, with Manti, who are uh, known to really do well here for some reason. Uh, um, so, and this driver lineup is fantastic as well. Uh, so this, this should do, um, very nicely, you know, I'd say top five, top 10 easy, unless they run into trouble, um, with that car. And it's good to see Grello back as always. That's such a fantastic livery. I'm going to say for our, um, people that listen to do fantasy WBC, um, this is going to be the honeypot pick. I do think that this is going to be the honeypot pick because people, you know, look at Grello. They know the history that has here. They know Manti wins races here. So I think everybody's going to choose that, or at least the majority. And then I think it's going to have an issue. I think it's, I don't think it's going to do as well as people say it's going to do. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's got enough competition for, even if something, even if they don't have the perfect amount of pace, they can absolutely get their doors blown off them too. Especially from what people are saying. I mean, even some of the, uh, some of the heads of uh, some of the OEMs have been really, um, hamming it up in terms of what they feel the pace is going to look like uh, from a lot of the ESP9 category field. Um, just kind of where the top 30 qualifying was just so close, um, especially through some of these uh, support races in the qualifying race. It was really close, especially leading down into the end of the race. I mean, there wasn't a battle for the lead specifically, but um, it was like fourth or fourth or fifth on back through 11th to 12th was just so, so close and basically in the pack racing still. Um, it should be really interesting to see how it shakes out or who just uh, gets in sync well with the conditions and with the track itself um, this weekend. And that wraps up the entry list here. Uh, that's 125 cars that we just went through. And a little update, we just found out that uh, those Stuck drivers, they are in fact related to Hans Joachim Stuck. So uh, some history in that car. 
Um, imagine having those shoes to fill that your father won the inaugural 24-hour race, and you can't exactly beat that. Imagine the, uh, the amount of tips that they're getting, like uh, just little 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 nuggets of info here or there, and yeah. just enough to make your uh, head spin a bit, I'm sure. But yeah, so Chris, uh, how are we? How are we watching this? Or um, we're we're tuning in this year, or because uh, clearly none of not all, not everybody is going to be allowed to attend this race. Um, not like some of us could. But um, for the vast majority of people who are going to be watching this, uh, where where can they go? What can they do? Yeah. So, but te- depending on whenever this podcast gets out, hopefully for race time uh, Thursday. We'll have two qualifying sessions, one during the day and one during the night. Weather permitting is supposed to get, uh, last time I checked, pretty bad. So we'll have to check the schedule updates on that one. Um, this should be on the ADAC 24-hour YouTube channel as well as the Nürburgring YouTube channel. Uh, they'll go with pretty much every single session come race time. I'll explain later. Um, then you have uh, another, I believe, another qualifying session on the Friday morning. Along, uh, I think even before that, you'll have a three-hour classic car race. We have a bunch of vintage cars rolling around the ring for about three hours. Then also on that Friday, you'll have a tour tour wagon legends race, which will only race on the Grand Prix Strecke, um, which I believe it's like your your old DTM cars, and they might even have an M1 Pro car, which that would be pretty cool to see. Um, then obviously Friday, the main event will be the top thirty qualifying, where they have a top 30 cars do a qualify have a shootout um two laps around Nürburgring to see who'll get pole and then you'll have on saturday morning you'll have your uh fia world touring car cup races wtcr um those will be on eurosport um hope motor trend might have a live stream for us americans um and then you have your warm-up, another Tour and Wagon Legends race, um, which, apart from the WTCR races, they will all be on YouTube free. Um, and then, of course, um, you have race time, which, unfortunately, apparently the YouTube streams are geo-blocked. You'll have to most likely use Motor Trend On Demand, which is unfortunate, but it's about 5 bucks a month, but you can get around it using a free trial, uh, just don't remember just uh, remember to cancel once the race is done um very unfortunate because i was going to use the uh, german stream because the german stream has the uh, pit reporters and they usually do a lot of funny antics so it's uh, either watch on motor trend on my big screen tv or use or use the v- vpn and just watch on my computer and the computer just watching on the big screen you know it's preferred so i'll have to leave it up to the germans that are watching the clip me the funny moments but that's how you can watch the uh, 24 hours of Nürburgring obviously live timing uh, will be on the official website as well as the live ticker and the live ticker you'll have to use Google Translate because it's all in German but it provides important updates in the race especially during the night it can tell you who crashed uh, where and if a car is retired or not so definitely keep a couple of screens open for all the uh, fun and the information that comes your way and just the streaming of the Nürburgring 24. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Uh, obviously we've also got other stuff going on, uh, coming up here. Um, and later this month as well, we, uh, this weekend too, we've got, uh, the four hours of the Castellette, uh, with the LMS race, uh, the next weekend, uh, after Nürburgring 24, um, we've got the eight hours of Portimao, 
uh, for WC as well. So endurance racing is just alive and well, especially uh, yeah. in June, even though uh, we're missing that 24 hours of Le Mans right in the middle of it. But uh, we'll get to that later this year. Um, wanted to also give it, yeah, I would say potentially if there's a red flag situation. You'll you still have other fun stuff going on as well. Uh, there's Formula One, Formula Two at Baku, um, Arca, main main Arca, and NASCAR Xfinity at Mid Ohio, and then you have Arca West and NASCAR Cup at Sonoma. Um, lots of road course racing. Then you have. Yep, lots of road course racing. Not not really a, no ovals this weekend. Then yeah, I got uh, MotoGP at Barcelona. So lots and lots of racing. I'm definitely keeping an extra screens handy. Um, so so depending on if the Denver Green 24 hour race is slow, there's definitely other races to tune in. Awesome. And uh, last but not least, just uh, with helping our entry list and also what I'll be using throughout the race too to keep up with the SP9 and SPX categories, uh, we've got an unofficial 2021 SP9 and SPX Nürburgring 24-hour spotter guide, uh, a little bit of sponsored by uh, RWC, uh, from the user uh, Ziambell underscore 444. Um, he also got some help from uh, from Danny uh, TR1 uh, putting together a very... Uh, very commendable and respectable Andy Blackmore guides esque uh, spotter guide uh, that really goes through in good detail what the cars look like, uh, driver lineups, um, and noting uh, different style factors. So if you're trying to figure out which car is which or a little bit more information about the car you're looking at, um, definitely check that out. Uh, it's an actual easy install. I'm going to just using the link tiny.cc uh, forward slash spotters guide uh, to download it. It's a nice PDF. Uh, he keeps that thing updated. So want to give a shout out to that. Uh, thank you for that, uh, Zion Bell. Um, outside of that, that's it. We've got a lot of racing to look forward to uh, this weekend, next weekend. Um, we'll be having stuff in the community discord channel, um, especially for Lamont, um, since that's not happening. But outside of that, it's a great spot to be, especially for a 24 hour race. And the Nürburgring 24 doesn't get any better than that. Um, wish we could see more fans in the stands and just around the track, but um, that'll be for next year. I'm glad that this is in a more normal state and we're uh, we're kind of finally picking up and getting past a little bit some of the pandemic stuff that really affected us last 24 months. Uh, yeah, I'd say almost 24 months, 12 months at least, 16 months. God, it's getting late here. But uh, beyond that, I, it's been a pleasure to have you, Chris. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening through the slog. And uh, yeah. Have a great, uh, great rest of your day, guys. Uh, I guess there's really no Toyota Gazoo racing here, but I'm going to say it anyway. Toyota Gazoo! Don't forget the sponsor plug. Oh, crap. Well... (sighs)